You're tuning in to the Raised by Rentals program. This podcast will contain strong language and spoilers for decades-old media properties. Welcome, everybody. This is the podcast where we examine pop culture franchises of the VHS era and improv new stories ad-libbed for her pleasure. To imagine how we might improve our favorite movies, TV, and games. I'm Josh. I'm Mike. And we were raised by rentals. Mike, the unstoppable spoopy season haunted hate ride continues. I just gotta oh. say, I was not expecting the ad lib for her pleasure. That got me. <laughs> <laughs> I've been waiting to use that one. I came up with it a while ago, and I'm like, oh, i got to save it for the right time. (laughs) (laughs) That was good. (laughs) Oh, Oh, man. So I have a bunch of shit I want to talk about, but I also don't want to make people sit around waiting for us to get to the goddamn point already. (laughs) (laughs) Right. (laughs) So uh, I'm just going to throw it out there, like kind of what this episode is going to be about, and hopefully people will stick around, or they can just skip through all the bullshit that we're going to talk about before we get to the good stuff. But – as of this recording, yesterday was Friday the 13th, uh, so we didn't get a chance to record a Friday the 13th episode to come out on Friday the 13th, but that's okay, because the whole month of October is Halloween. It's all spoopy season. It might as well all be Friday the 13th every single day, because we watch Jason movies all the time anyway. Well, I mean, what is Friday <laughs> the 13th, but, you know, Halloween backwards, so, you know. <laughs> exactly. It's just a teaser. It's just a teaser for the big party, you know. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. um, so... We figured for Friday the 13th, we should definitely do a Friday the 13th movie special, even if we don't get it out on time. And Jason is the main character of our first episode ever. He is the the character who has appeared in the most number of Raised by Rentals episodes. Um, I, I was even thinking about that because we did Christmas the 13th and we did the uh, Jason and Freddy or Freddy and Jason slasher camp episode. Mm-hmm. And we did the Ernest Goes to Slasher Camp. But then we also did like a Freddy version of him in the Nightmares on Elm Streets episode. Uh, oh, that's right. I forgot about yes. that. And I feel like he's had cameos in other episodes where we were just <laughs> like, oh, fuck it. Jason should just be there, you know. <laughs> but, <laughs> so you know, he's, he's kind of our unofficial mascot since it kicked off. The whole podcast got kicked off for, from us just wanting to do that initial first episode concept of Jason in the snow. So, you know, what better way to have a fun spooky season episode than to do a Friday the 13th one? So what we're going to do is we're going to improv a movie that never existed, an interstice, if you will, in the Friday the 13th series. So Friday the 13th, part eight and a half. It's going to be us trying to explain how is it that Jason Voorhees, after Part 8, Jason Takes Manhattan, when he was in the sewers of New York City, somehow is back in Camp Crystal Lake at the beginning of Jason Goes to Hell, all roided out and gigantic so he can get blown all to bits. So what happened in between those two movies? How did Jason get out of the sewer, back to Camp Crystal Lake? Did he get melted by toxic waste? Did he heal from it? Why does it look like a weird mutant in Jason Goes to Hell? Uh <laughs> And I figured there's, there's probably some fun opportunities to have some good Jason kills and have a good time with it. What do you think? I completely agree. I think that uh, this is something that actually should have been made to bridge the gap between eight and nine. But uh, we were we were off and running with remake ideas and weird shit by the time Jason 
uh, Jason Goes to Hell came out. So I think they they were just kind of like, ah, fudge the details. Let's just get Jason back to killing. But we're going to take Jason out of Jason. So, <laughs> yeah, <that. laughs> it was kind of weird. Um, I, actually, I did read a little bit of trivia about that. Apparently, it was because of uh, Sean Cunningham uh, hates the hockey mask. And he was really looking for an idea that was not similar to what we had already done multiple times, the Friday the 13th franchise, which is probably how they got the green light for the weird out of body Jason, you know, hopping body movie that we got with Jason goes to hell. Not that I'm complaining. Cause as I've mentioned many a time before that movie grew on me like a damn fungus. I really do yep. like Jason <laughs> goes to hell, but I, at the time, I definitely would have preferred a much more Jason centric traditional, you know, Friday the 13th romp. Um, but, you know, I'm glad with what we have. But now we get the chance to uh, bring it back to its roots. Yeah, I think so. And first of all, if you hate the hockey mask, I mean, fuck that guy. That's stupid. <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh, I was surprised when I read that Cunningham hated it. I'm like, I mean, I guess it makes sense because it's like, you know, he was just a producer by the time that came around. Um, you know, he was no longer directing the films, but, you know, it's like, I guess if you're sitting there watching your baby go in a direction that you didn't mean for it to go and it, it can be kind of frustrating, but still, you can't argue with progress. <laughs> like, <laughs> they yeah. made a lot of money. <laughs> yeah, exa- I mean, I guess that's true, right? He, he invented a movie franchise that went in a completely different direction. It became iconic, but not the thing that he made. <laughs> you know? Right, exactly. It's like this whole other version of it. And I can definitely you know, see how that could be frustrating. I won't repeat the whole story because I heard it on another podcast, but I recently was listening to some comic book like uh, gossip trivia uh, you know, scandal type stuff. And there was one creator who had completely blacklisted another creator from ever being able to work on characters that he owned royalty rights to. And there was this one creator who was recently in the comic book news who was supposed to do like a relaunch of, you know, said property and he had written a whole bunch of scripts and done some redesigns of the costumes. And then the guy that had the royalty rights and the characters was like, nope, fuck that guy because he didn't want anyone redesigning his characters. And apparently they had some old beef from like years ago where, you know, the new guy kept coming in and saying, oh yeah, those old costumes are okay, but look at my new sleek versions of them. And so, you know, the original creator was like, nope, you're never touching my shit ever again. (laughs) (laughs) You can't play with my toys. Yes. But it's like in comic books, like especially superhero comic books, people get costumes redesigned and tweaked and streamlined almost constantly. Even Superman and Batman don't wear like their original costumes, you know, (laughs) it's always a variation of it, you know. Yeah, I think it's perfectly normal to just do your own take on it. You know, you, mm-hmm. you make and that happened with Jason as well. You look at all the Jason movies and he always looks different in every single one. Um, oh, absolutely. It, Including his face. <laughs> like yeah. his, his face changes from movie to movie. I, I think the biggest the biggest difference was between part two and part three, where he goes from being like a long haired, like red headed mountain man to like a bald weirdo. You know? <laughs> But the movies take place like back to back, so it's like it happens like overnight, right? Because right. two, th- two, three, and four are basically like back to back to back. Apparently, there's some uh, funky waste in the camp in Crystal Lake's waters, you know. <laughs> right, exactly. But so yeah, so I think there's some fun opportunity for us to to kind of imagine our own uh, Friday the Thirteenth movie, An- another installment in this franchise. But instead of you know at the end where we do our own sequel, we're gonna back it up and squeeze it in between the two <laughs> from the end of the '80s and the beginning of the '90s. Um, but before we get there, I, I have to 
take a few minutes to provide some commentary. And Mike, I didn't tell you about this before we started recording, but I was listening to the recent Tales from the Dark Side, the movie episode from your other podcast, The Boogeyman's Closet, and you had Sam and Don come on and guest on that movie. Now, I got some stuff to say. <laughs> so <laughs> since, I, since I got my own goddamn podcast, I'm going to take a minute here and talk about it a little bit. <laughs> so I first of all, here's what I got to say is I'm really fucking pissed at Sam and Don because, goddammit, I'm jealous. I wanted to do that episode. <laughs> <laughs> well, I shit, I didn't know. <laughs> I know. I didn't call it because we were already going to do the Jason Next Friday the 13th special, which I got to do, which was a ton of fun and also came out recently. But... I did vote for Tales from the Dark Side. I commented on one of the social media platforms, like, fuck yeah, it's got to be Dark Side or something along those lines, because I love that mm. goddamn movie. And oh, yeah. I, very much like Sam and Don, I also used to watch it over and over and over and over <laughs> again when I was a kid. And as Sam and Don were both sharing their experiences of falling in love with Tales from the Dark Side, the movie, as kids, <laughs> I'm listening to and like... Well, I had a boy crush on Christian Slater, too. <laughs> uh, and, you know, Matthew Lawrence is my favorite Lawrence brother. <laughs> <laughs> well, of course. <laughs> and you mentioned you mentioned Pulse. And I was like, God damn it. I don't think Mike knows how much I love Pulse. I don't think you know that that's oh. one of my favorite 80s horror movies ever. To the I point where. I did not know that. If you remember when I was in that metal band, Short of Breath, way back in the day, we had that song called The Voice in the Wire, which yes! is about fucking Pulse. It's about that movie. That's right. You <laughs> told me that. I completely forgot about that. <laughs> so I'm listening to the episode going, God damn it. I want to be there for to comment on Pulse and <laughs> Christian Slater and his dreamy eyes and his blonde California haircut. I mean, um, his... <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, you know, and, and yeah, I also learned everything I know about mummies from Lot 249. <laughs> right? Yeah. And, and I'm with Sam on this one, that Lover's Vow is the best short film in that movie. I absolutely love that awesome fucking gargoyle story. I always think of Lover's Vow whenever anybody says anything about gargoyles. And I hated that stupid Disney cartoon because it has nothing to do with the cool-ass <laughs> gargoyles from Lover's Vow. And when I saw Sam's mashup tattoo the first time, I fucking flipped out because I love that story so much. Uh, and yeah, I do know James Remar from Sex in the City. That's a great show. <laughs> right? <laughs> so the whole time I'm just like, damn it, why am I not there? Like, they're just saying all of my opinions, and they're my opinions, damn it. <laughs> so anyway, I guess I should probably speak up more and like call movies, but I had already called Jason X, where I knew I was going to be on it, and I didn't want to be too stingy. Uh, <laughs> so what I'm going to do here is I'm going to call it out that my next two patreon picks or birthday picks or whatever i pick on the boogeyman's closet the next two are going to be pulse and the race with charlie sheen nice that's going to fucking happen so i'm calling them no one else is allowed to i got dibs okay. <laughs> <laughs> sounds good actually you know it's funny you, you mentioned pulse because i after seeing it uh you know in the in the credits list with with matthew lawrence i had completely forgotten about that movie like i i knew about it obviously but it wasn't on my radar and now i've been like i really want to go back and rewatch it because i haven't seen it since i was a kid so yeah, I've been I've been thinking a lot about it lately. I'm I'm gonna I'm, maybe on my day off this week I'll I'll uh, track it down and see if I can find it on on streaming. 
and uh, give it a watch because it's been many, many years. I'm pretty sure it's the Cobra Terror Dome that also makes an appearance in that movie. <laughs> oh, my God. I think you're right. Yeah, because I remember as a kid being super jealous that Joey Lawrence, I think, is the main character. And the Matthew Lawrence was like his neighbor. And I remember being super jealous as a kid because I was like, man, that fucking neighbor has got like everything. I don't know if he had the aircraft carrier, but he had like all the fucking G.I. Joes. And I remember watching that movie going like, God damn, what do his parents do for a living? (laughs) (laughs) So many 80s movies. I remember doing that being like, man, what do their parents do? Like, we don't got a house like that. Like, Right. Exactly. Uh, but yeah, I fucking love Pulse. I think it's a great movie. It's a great idea for a movie because it's one of those things where you're like looking around your house, you're going, what's scary? Oh, you know what's real scary? That power outlet. <laughs> <laughs> it reminds me of the, the old Family Guy joke where uh, Stephen King is talking to his agent and he goes, my next uh, book is about and he grabs the lamp on his agent and says, goes, a killer lamp. Nyah, nyah. <laughs> and, he starts, and the agent goes. You're not even trying anymore, are you? He just keeps going, yeah, yeah. He goes, when can I have it? (laughs) Exactly. That's exactly what it is. Like, man, there's a whole scene in Pulse where they they uh they worry about the dangers of the microwave. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Oh shit! I I really need to rewatch that movie. (laughs) So anyway, Sam, you're a precious, perfect snowflake made of gore and sexy rainbows, and Dawn. You too. But you win this round, <laughs> but I'll be back. I'll be back, Don. Tipping my hat to you, but I'll be back. <laughs> well, we we still need to do a, uh, you know, a, a, a pump up the volume raised by rentals episode. I mean, that will happen. Okay. Okay. Will happen. Okay. 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 <laughs> <laughs> Since I'm making proclamations, I'm going to say it right now that, well, first of all, side note. I am not exaggerating. I am not kidding. I am not making this up. I have mentioned it to you before that if we were not doing Raised by Rentals and I chose to do a different podcast, I would absolutely be doing a watch through of every Christian Slater movie ever. That was, that's yep. my podcast. <laughs> <laughs> we would be doing Gleaming the Cube Minute, one minute at a time. And <laughs> Gleaming the Cube and uh, honestly, Gleaming the Cube and Pump Up the Volume, I feel like we can do something with on this yes. show. So here's my proclamation. We are going to start the 2024 season at Raised by Rentals with a Christian Slater-focused episode. It'll be our love letter to Christian Slater <laughs> in 2024. That's going to happen right now. I dig it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there are so many options. There's so many fun options. I mean, I even love The Legend of Billy Jean, and I don't even like that movie, but I love that he's in it. He was in Cuffs, that really weird-ass movie with uh, Jovovich, uh, Mila Jovovich. Oh God, I forgot about that. <laughs> See, I'm a real fan, okay? <laughs> See, I totally forgot, but I, I do remember Very Bad Things, which uh, is another one with him in it that I fucking love. Oh, yeah. Oh, he's in so many good movies. And he even he's even in The Wizard, right? He has a supporting mm-hmm. cast in The Wizard. I love that movie where he's, like, playing Nintendo with Bo Bridges. Fucking <laughs> like Hard Rain with uh, Morgan Freeman. Okay, that one's harder to like, but I still watch it anyway. <laughs> oh, come on. The bank robbery during the big storm? Come on. Yeah, no, I still love it. I love it. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, no, that's exactly what I would do. I would do a, a Christian Slater is dreamy the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> well, and anyway, I mean, and we we can't forget Heather's. Come on, Heather's is oh, you know one of the best. Yeah, I mean, there's a reason why you fall in love. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> we all had that goth crush when we were kids. Come on. <laughs> 
<laughs> yep. Uh, anyway, anyway, so you know who else I have a crush on? Jason Voorhees. I like him too. He's a pretty sexy guy. Uh, he's, he's pretty damn dreamy. He's pretty dreamy. So here's what I propose, or here's what we propose together off air, and now I'm pretending to just throw it at you like it's a cool idea. <laughs> Is we're going to do Jason on the road again. Jason's journey from Manhattan to Camp Crystal Lake. But we are going to try to frame it in the context of if it were like the Incredible Hulk TV show from the 70s and 80s with Bill mm-hmm. Bixby, you know, where it's like <laughs> uh, Bill Bill Bixby or David Banner would like roll into town and like get some odd job and then get mixed up in like the local drama and have to turn into the Hulk to like save the day and then wander off down the road to that lonely music, you know? <laughs> but but we're not going to have Jason show up in a little town and become a short order cook for a while. That's not going to happen. I mean, we could, you know? <laughs> <laughs> uh, but anyway, so let's talk a little bit about the setup and in order to do that we should talk a little bit about the incredible hulk tv show just briefly now i'm assuming that people who listen to raise rentals are probably of a similar age to us but even us are we were a little bit young when this show was on tv oh yeah and in fact i wasn't born yet uh and the 1977 premiere of the incredible hulk on tv actually predates the vhs era that's like the mandate of our show but mm-hmm. it bled over to about 1982 and then they had some made-for-TV movies later on in the decade. So, you know, it, it definitely fits into to the era. Um, but, yeah, so Bill Bixby stars as David Banner, not Robert Bruce Banner, as he was known in the comics and, you know, later on in the MCU movies that everybody knows about. He was mm-hmm. Dave, David Banner for, you know, there's various reasons why people think that they changed his name. Some of it has to do with homophobia. <laughs> yep, I always heard that rumor myself. Right. It was uh, Stan Lee and Lou Ferrigno, both who are on record saying that the creators of the show thought that the name Bruce sounded too gay. <laughs> it's like, OK, <laughs> which was just like ridiculous. Like, OK, that's a stretch. So David Banner is some kind of a scientist whose wife dies in a car wreck and he couldn't save her. And he's investigating these sort of like freak feats of strength that sometimes people experience in moments of like stress and trauma. Like, you know, oh, my baby's trapped in the car and then like a pregnant woman can like, you know, lift the Subaru off or whatever. And so he sort of investigates why this is happening. And he comes to this conclusion that he thinks that it's because of gamma radiation and solar flares. And it was real hand wavy science. exactly but you know long story short he bombards himself on purpose with gamma rays which is you know not the same as in the mcu and in the original comics but he bombards himself with gamma rays the machine isn't calibrated correctly and it gets completely overdosed and he thinks he's fine until one day he's trying to change a tire in the rain and he gets so mad that he just turns into the hulk and like flips his car over and and uh thus the hulk was born um but really what happens is in the voiceover opening of the show, they put it like this, that the creature is wanted for a murder he didn't commit. David Banner is believed to be dead, and he must let the world think that he is dead until he can find a way to control the raging spirit that dwells within. Which is just a really cool line. <laughs> right. Um, so I say all that to say, go watch The Incredible Hulk, because that's going to have nothing to do with what we're talking about today. <laughs> <laughs> But I just thought it was interesting. And if you've never seen the show, it's actually pretty good. Yeah, no, I remember watching the show as a kid. Um, It definitely wasn't one of my favorites, but my brother and my dad really liked it. So I would often watch it with them. And there were plenty of episodes that I I 
did enjoy quite a lot. Um, but a lot of those old made-for-TV Marvel things, like the uh, <laughs> the, the, the Toho Spider-Man and stuff like that, <laughs> it's like, yeah. oh boy, this is weird. Or the Captain America with the plastic shield and the motorcycle <laughs> helmet. Yes. Um, you know, and who can forget the Hoff as Nick Fury? Um, <laughs> I will never forget the Hoff. <laughs> well, and that and that reminds me too that in the original show, part of the reason why they changed so many of the details from the comics, from the character's name to the origin story, the fact that none of the supporting cast in the comics shows up in the show ever. No Rick Jones, no Betty Ross, no you know, Thunderbolt Ross, no Talbot, nobody, nobody ever shows up because the guys who originally created and produced the show hated comic books and they thought they were like stupid for kids. But then by the end of the run of the show, they were doing these made for TV spinoffs. And two of them famously had the first TV appearances of Thor, Daredevil and Kingpin. And if, I think it might have been the Hulk Returns or the Incredible Hulk Returns that I saw first, which is the one where Eric Allen Kramer plays Thor. And I looked that up today because I'm like, oh, that's the guy who plays Little John in Robin Hood Men in Tights. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> that guy was really fun. Um, one of those random pieces of movie trivia. <laughs> Hey, man, Robin Hood Men in Tights is like an underrated gem. That movie's fucking hilarious. Oh, I fucking <laughs> love that movie. You know how many times I saw that in the theater as a kid? Like, that that summer, my God, I just kept walking down to the Four Seasons and watching different movies. And, and it was almost always Robin Hood Men in Tights. I'd buy a ticket for Rookie of the Year, and I'd walk into Robin Hood Men in Tights. <laughs> <laughs> and what a weird coincidence that we've now mentioned Robin Hood Men in Tights in two episodes in a row. <laughs> this is true. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then while I was on that track, just like looking up random trivia about the Incredible Hulk, I was like, well, I do also remember seeing the one with Daredevil. I didn't remember the Kingpin being in it, you know, but mm. Daredevil's hard to forget. And I was like, oh, who played those guys? And Kingpin, who I'd have no memory of from the show, but I'm like, oh, that's cool. He was played by John Reese Davis who is, uh, was it Salah or Salah from Indiana Jones and Gimli in The Lord of the Rings. And then, but then the guy who plays Daredevil is Rex Smith, who I loved because my brother and I were both obsessed with, uh, in the 80s, they had this like series of TV shows where it was like, we're going to have a helicopter, but it's awesome. And it's called Airwolf. Or there's going to be a motorcycle, but it's awesome. And it's called Street Hawk. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, the, the guy who played Daredevil was Street Hawk. It was basically like Knight Rider on a motorcycle. Yep. I, I tell you, I, I did love Airwolf when I was a kid. <laughs> yeah, I loved all those shows. Street Hawk, Airwolf, Knight Rider. Like I yep. was in for that trend. They should have oh, done. Yeah. Like, they should have done like a like a big rig of justice. <laughs> oh, that would have been awesome. <laughs> I'm honestly surprised that shit really hasn't been uh, remade in movie form. You know, I mean, I know that they did a Knight Rider remake TV show and it, it got chick canned really quick, but I'm surprised that hasn't come out as, as a film, you know, like many old TV shows, you know, get turned into movies later on. Yeah, all the reboots. And they tried to do something with that, like Viper TV show from the early 2000s, but I don't think anyone gave a shit about that. Oh, I forgot about that altogether. Yeah, but you're right. There should totally be like a Street Hawk reboot or an Airwolf reboot. Like, that would be fucking cool, especially since everyone fucking loves those Fast and Furious movies. Like, you know, right? Like car races and superheroes going together. Like, that's just Knight Rider, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> but anyway, just some fun trivia about The Incredible Hulk. Because I just pictured Kit talking about it's all for family and I can't stop laughing. <laughs> 
<laughs> it would be it would be fucking voiced by a dude from oh why can't I think of his damn name Vin Diesel Vin Diesel yeah Kit would be voiced by Vin Diesel and talk about how it's all for family <laughs> oh, oh god oh my god okay. but it should be like but, but like real high pitched and like computery sounding you know. <laughs> <laughs> But, dude, people would eat that shit up. That shit would oh. run for seven seasons if they did that. Vin Diesel <laughs> as Kit. I lo- okay, we might have an episode here. <laughs> yeah, we might have, might have to do that. We should do, like, like a, like a team-up. We should do – it should be, like, a super team of the Street Hawk, Airwolf, <laughs> and Knight Rider. And it's, like uh, – what's that old cartoon? The Centurions? Where it was, like – Oh, the, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the land, is- air, and sea. Oh, God, I know. Exactly. See, this is the episode of, like, the deepest cuts. <laughs> <laughs> now I want that with all of them being voiced by Vin Diesel. Um, <laughs> just, oh, God, just every character in the show, even, like, the girlfriends are just yes! all voiced by Vin Diesel. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God, I want that. I want that to happen. Holy oh, shit. God. Okay, we might have to do that. Oh God, that'd be amazing. Oh, just, <laughs> and just and, and it should just be uh, just clips of Vin Diesel saying stuff, but like from other movies because I can't afford to hire him to do like original voice acting. <laughs> One of them just says, "I am Groot" for some reason. Yeah, yes, like who the fuck is Groot? Yeah. <laughs> oh man. Oh, okay. Whew, that was fun. <laughs> <laughs> Someone with some editing chops, get on that. <laughs> exactly. I want to go on YouTube and find it right now. Just. <laughs> oh, oh man. Too funny. So, but you know, like I said, none of that really matters for our purposes because <laughs> I just kind of wanted to do the vibe of like you know walking across America, you know, and uh, I thought it'd be kind of fun to kind of like you know put uh, Jason into some experiences. Or into some situations where he's just gonna get into hijinks because he goes and walks into some like little town where there's like some local drama with like the crooked mayor or whatever, you know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh god. Shit. So we didn't discuss it ahead of time. I have no like ideas for exactly what those experiences are gonna be, but here's what I do have. I have so a couple of facts and then I have like the opening scene of the movie. That's that's what I got so far. Okay. So I I think we we pieced that together knowing that we got to end up at Camp Crystal Lake. You know, Jason is home. And, you know, we could even go so far as to fit the continuity together where Jason goes to hell. And let's maybe keep in mind, how does he get that outfit that he was wearing at the beginning of Jason Goes to Hell? Mm-hmm. And where does he get that, like, metal mask? And why is it all, like, chopped up and, like, fucked up looking? You know, maybe we could figure that out. I don't know. Okay. Facts and figures. Um so Friday the 13th, part eight, Jason takes Manhattan came out in 1989. Jason goes to hell came out in 1993. So we have this period of, you know, 1990 to 92. So that's our time period. This is going to be a period piece. I don't know how much that'll matter, but there won't be any cell phones. So there you go. We can have a horror movie because we all know that if you have cell phones, horror movies are over. <laughs> yeah, this is true. Because <laughs> <laughs> if you can just call for help while you're hiding somewhere, that's, uh, that's kind of the end of that, you know? <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, so it's uh, what you know, 1990, 1991-ish, and the last time that we saw Jason at the end of Jason Takes Manhattan, he was being deluged with toxic waste, which we all know, everybody knows it's common knowledge, that the sewers of New York City are completely <laughs> flooded with mutagenetic toxic waste every night. 
right? Of course. I everyone. mean, at midnight. I mean, everyone knows. <laughs> get out of the sewers by midnight. Exactly. I mean, that's why there are so many great mutant pop culture stories that take place in New York. I mean, look at the Turtles, right? Look at Toxic Avenger. I mean, they got to come from somewhere, right? Absolutely. <laughs> it's it's obvious. I mean, <laughs> I, not a day goes by that I don't read about some kid moving to New York City and just standing in the sewers because he wants to turn into a mutated superhero. I mean, mm-hmm. it's just I a mean, thing, uh, right? To be fair, Toxie was in New Jersey. But, oh, okay. uh, yeah, I'm pretty true. sure the waste the waste came from New York City. So it was well, being yeah. you know transported from New York City. Yeah, um. I think well, I think any I think anybody from New York and New Jersey would probably agree with you that New York just shits all over New Jersey. <laughs> exactly, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> oh god. Oh. So Jason gets completely flooded with toxic waste. It destroys the hockey mask he had been wearing. It like melts part of his face. He vomits up sewage. It's so fucking disgusting. And he howls too. Like that's like one of the first times we hear him make a pained noise. Yeah, that's he, right. He's just like <laughs> it's like, oh shit. Yeah, right. So. I'm sure that shit must have been like acid, right? Mm-hmm. Um so Rennie, the main character from Friday the 13th part eight, she looks down and she sees like little boy Jason, like laying on this little shelf of concrete. And when I was a kid, young and fucking stupid, obviously, I, I thought, oh, my God, the toxic waste mutated Jason back into a normal kid. Holy shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Because, you know, if normal people can get turned into mutant Avengers, with toxic waste, wouldn't toxic waste turn mutants back into normal people? I mean, I mean, the, 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 the logic is sound. So, yeah, I mean, I, I mean, I might've been a dumb kid, but like I could put two and two together, you know, <laughs> <laughs> but no, I mean, as I got older, I realized that Rennie is hallucinating because she's hallucinating through the whole fucking movie. She sees little boy, Jason, like flying in the window, like, you know, or actually right. swim, swimming in a window. Uh, so it's like, you know, <laughs> She was just seeing shit, and I didn't realize that until I was older, and I was like, oh, yeah, crap. So Jason probably just got melted. Um, mm-hmm. But then the next time we see him, obviously, at the beginning, Jason goes to hell. It's a couple years later, and he's perfectly fine. He's back together. He's got his whole body. He's weird and lumpy looking for some reason, but, you know, he's got some clothes on. He's wearing a belt. So, you know, mm-hmm. he put him he put himself <laughs> back together. Uh, so that's, that's what we're going to figure out, what, like, what happens here. I mean, um, his his mask is kind of grafted into his face. Um, like his his lumpy head is growing around the edges of his mask, and uh, you know so he is growing his hair back though. His hair is coming in nicely. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. You know, and and he is definitely wearing a different jumpsuit uh, that's riddled with holes before he gets shot. <laughs> so, <laughs> well, you know, he just uh, he's a clumsy guy. We all know he's a clumsy guy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So um, there's definitely some things that have happened to him along the way. So. Oh, yeah, for sure. I, I don't think that that FBI agent who tricked him into coming outside to kill her was the first person who had ventured into those woods in the few years that he had uh, been back there. Right. Exactly. Um, <laughs> so here's my thing or here's what I propose. We figure out what happened from the sewer to Crystal Lake. And I think that we, we open the movie with something along the lines of like, you know, the camera pans into like a rainy night in Manhattan and it could be the same night. It could be later. It doesn't really matter. We pan into these giant 
tunnels or tubes that are like just dumping the sewage like into the river, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, so they're just dumping all this raw sewage and toxic waste and shit from New York into the Hudson River as you do, right? Because that, that's what happens. That's how sewage works, right? Oh, ab- you, absolutely. <laughs> you see that in movies all the time where it's like you fall into the sewer and somehow you just end up in a river, you know? Yeah, it just washes <laughs> out somewhere. Yeah. So we see this as just like, you know, shitty brown water spitting out of these pipes, dumping into the Hudson River. And people who live in Manhattan are like, yeah, that tracks. Because <laughs> if you've ever seen the <laughs> Hudson River, it like glistens like there's like an oil slick on top, you know. <laughs> um, and then and then like this lump comes out of the pipe and we get to see Jason or see something like fall into the river and kind of, you know, float over to uh, the nearest shore and wash up on the rocks. And we zoom in and it's like just this like sludgy mess. And then we see maybe, maybe we see like a flicker of an eyeball or a flicker of movement. But what I want to get to is I want to see this like melted Emil from Robocop looking toxic waste goo pile stand up like a swamp monster and like you know look to the horizon you know like i live (laughs) (laughs) right (laughs) and i just think starting the movie with like jason is like you know this uh like the thing from the bog or whatever is like the perfect way to start because he is a swamp monster yeah he's like a water elemental right Mm mm-hmm and we know that Jason has a healing factor, but when did when was that like officially introduced? Was that in Jason X when they first Jason, talk about that? Yeah, Jason X is when they first mention it. Um, they do cover a little bit in Jason Goes to Hell where they kind of like show that uh, you know there's magic involved <laughs> with the whole Necronomicon and the Voorhees family and all that. Mm-hmm. So they so they add a bunch to the lore there, but in part 10 is when they they finally mention his healing factor and then they they run with it in uh in Jason versus Freddy mm-hmm. where, you know, Freddy finds Jason in hell and he pretends to be Jason's mother and he says the whole thing of like, you know, you have a special power, you can't die. You've just been sleeping. And you know, he he tells him to wake up and that's when you see like his 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 heart starts beating again, his lungs fill with air and he begins to regenerate. So okay. He, okay. he does have a healing factor. Okay, so we could talk about that a little bit too. And so yeah, he should like stand up as this like, you know, dripping pile of a humanoid form and and then like lightning crashes and like lights him up and then we do this like series of like fast cuts with like, you know, high pitched noise like reet, 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 as we pan directly into <laughs> his face to his one good eye and it's like, Oh, he's pissed. Oh, he's pissed. <laughs> yes. <laughs> But then, okay, so then we got to cut away to, like, something else is happening. Like, we have to cut away, you know, a slash cut to some human characters. And I don't know that we necessarily need to know who they are yet, because we get, but we have to figure out some kind of, of a story arc. We can't just have a movie where Jason just walks down the highway and, you know, beats people up or whatever. Right. Like, we have to have some kind of, like, an arc with, you know, humans who encounter him. So maybe we could, like, meet them and then, like, we'll go back to Jason and then we'll kind of explain how they come together at some point. Right? What do you think? Well, here, here's an idea I, I was thinking about. So the original plot for Jason Goes to Hell, the, the one that was originally pitched before they brought up the whole jumping body thing was Jason in L.A. Now, I don't want to take him to L.A., <laughs> but the reason they wanted him to be there is they wanted to have this whole subplot 
about two rival gangs, very similar to the Bloods and the Crips. That was their whole thing. And Jason was going to get embroiled in this fight between them and start murdering both halves. And the gangs have to come together to try to stop Jason. So now what I was thinking is in like a, a road movie where he's going to be traveling from Manhattan back to New Jersey to, to Cunningham, New Jersey, where Crystal Lake is. Um, what if there was some some kind of thing, whether it be like, you know, we could have like a biker gang or like some kind of like rival group where Jason kind of gets in the middle of it and starts fucking up fools. So we could kind of take elements from the original planned Friday the 13th Part 9, add it into this leading to the current Friday the 13th Part 9. Yeah, no, I think that's awesome. And I think some kind of a biker gang would have fit right into the Incredible Hulk TV show, you know, there, oh, there, God, would, yeah. there would have been some episode and there might even be one that I'm not familiar with, but some episode where David Banner, you know, walks into some lonely town off the highway like John Rambo and he just stops at, you know, the bar to, you know, wet his whistle, his dusty throat from the road. And, you know, he you know accidentally bumps into some biker who says some shit and he's just like, oh, you wouldn't like me when I'm angry. And some other bikers, you know, like, you know, getting in the middle of it. I told you not to come in here anymore, snake, you know, or whatever. And then, <laughs> and then you know, the Hulk's going to get involved in their little biker drama at like the bar in the edge of town, you know? <laughs> yep. Yeah, so that, I think that's perfect. Yeah, so let's cut away to yeah, some something like that. Like we, we cut away to some like country bar or or someplace where you know the bikers are gonna hang out, and we're gonna meet. Uh, maybe there's like a biker's girlfriend who's like stuck in the middle of this. You know, this she's like the Maria in like the Sharks versus the Jets battle or whatever. Just a character we can right. kind of sympathize with. What do you think? What, what if we what if we do something uh, along because we, we want to have we, we want to have characters like you said that we can sympathize with and and I, I like the idea obviously we want a final girl um, but what if one side isn't part of the gang so what if we do like the biker gang instead of like the L A gangs like uh, like they originally mm -hmm. planned so what, what if along the way like somewhere between you know New York and New Jersey we have like uh, it could be something as simple as like a group of people going to go camping and they have like an RV and something like that. <laughs> oh, okay. But they, they run amok to some kind of gang, very similar to what happened in part three, where, mm. you know, Shelly accidentally hits the bikers bikes. Yeah. And now they have the bikers. So what if it's something along those lines where like, like you said, there's, there's a bar. So these, this group of people, uh, you know, whether it be like a family, that would actually be interesting is to have it, have it be a full, full on family, like in an RV, mm -hmm. um, like with a couple kids and whatnot. Like they stop at some little little dive bar on the side of the on the highway, you know, to wet their whistle and, you know, get, <laughs> grab a bite to eat. And they end up like running amok uh, across these bikers. Like maybe they, you know, the dad or the, the husband says something to piss them off, you know, like they're, they're being loud and brash, like maybe with his teenage mm -hmm. daughter and he, and he gets, you know, gets in their face that, you know, causes a, a conflict. And now the bikers are chasing them. So while sludgy Jason is like walking <laughs> the highway, trying to make his way back home, mm -hmm. you know, he runs amok of this, like this, gr this group chasing the campers. And, <laughs> 
not that he's like looking to save the campers, but hey, there's fools to kill. So he starts <laughs> to kill him, you yeah. know, and maybe we could even do something like that's where he gets his hockey mask. Maybe one of the bikers is like Lord mm. Humongous from fucking uh, Road Warrior, <laughs> where he's just rocking a hockey mask and like a Helford harness and chains, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Fuck yeah, dude. No, that's that's a fucking great. Yeah. Like fucking Road Warriors and shit. No, I think that's a great idea. And especially since his mask is kind of metallic looking in Jason mm-hmm. Goes to Hell. Yeah, it would make sense if it was something that would or or maybe somebody had it like and it was like stitched onto the back of their like battle vest you know their biker vest and it was like part of their part of their their name that it wasn't necessarily a hockey mask but it's just like a it's like the you know the they're called the hell lords or something like that you know mm-hmm. and uh it's just that, so I like that <laughs> the hell lords that, fit, <laughs> that fits jason goes to hell next so. <laughs> it it's perfect okay so i'm gonna suggest we do all of that but not right here at this smash cut scene, because I want to get back to Jason getting out of, you know, the river and on the road because yes. he's our focus. So before we cut over to all these other characters, let's do that. But let's do the smash cut from, you know, Jason and, you know, and the, the lightning and the looking up in the rain and the, the zoom in on his pissed off eyeball. And we cut and we're going to cut to Hoboken, New Jersey. Okay. So, you know, so I'm looking at a map right now and I'm going to talk in a minute about what I think Jason's path would be. But on the other side of the Hudson River from Manhattan is there's like Weehawken and Hoboken and other places in New Jersey that you probably heard of. So we cut over to one of these. Uh, they're kind of these like smaller cities. They're near Newark. And but we cut over, you know, it's just Hoboken, which is just kind of like a. You know, it's a pretty normal, like, American New Jersey town. And, yeah, and we see this family. We have to come up with some names for these people. And it's, like, you know, a mom and a dad and an older sister and a, you know, a younger brother. And they're they're loading up the, you know, the family roadster for the road trip, you know, the camper or whatever it is. And uh, maybe, like, the mom comes out of the house while the dad's loading up and is like, oh, honey, did you see in the paper, like – there's there was another murder that terrible biker gang the hell lords they're in the paper almost every day this week and look the police have blaming another motorist death on them like do you really want to go on this trip this week we should just wait and he's just like oh i'm not gonna be scared off by some punks you know whatever right. you know <laughs> one of these dads who's like we're on a timetable here people like we gotta hit the road <laughs> what, what if it's something like the the family they're they're taking one last like camping trip before the daughter goes off to college So it's like she's she's college age and he's like, damn it, this is our last time that we're going to be able to do this. And like they they like to, you know, they they had used to go camping as a family all the time. So he's like super determined. And, you know, that would give him a reason to like ignore the the news that there are murderous bikers on the lamb. Yeah, exactly. And of course, he thinks it's all silly. Like, oh, we're just going to go out in the woods. Like, what do the bikers want with us when we're we're out at Camp Nobibosco, you know, or whatever. (laughs) Which, you know, that's the real life. That's the real life name of Camp Crystal Lake. So it'd be funny if they were going to some other camp that was called that, you know, that also happens to be in Hardwick Township, New Jersey, or, you know, somewhere nearby. It's like the town on the other side of the lake, you know. Um, so that'd be fun. It'd be funny too. If like the younger brother comes out and he's got like a hockey stick and his hockey mask, and he's wearing, you know, like a, a, a New York, what is it? The New Jersey devils, right? He's wearing yes. like a devil's Jersey. And then maybe have the dad be like, you don't need to bring all that crap. It's summertime, you know, or whatever. And, and it'd be funny if he's like, Oh dad. And then we see him like leave his hockey mask and hockey stick behind. It'll be like, like a tease, you know? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dude. Just the hockey mask thing when you were talking about like have the 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 one biker i could picture because again i'm now picturing these mad max style biker guys 
what if a dude had like a motorcycle helmet like picture a traditional motorcycle helmet but instead of the visor he had like grafted a fucking hockey mask on it so he like pulls it down and like when jason you know kills this guy because of course he's gonna die um Mm -hmm. he just like tears the hockey mask off and shoves it into his sloughed off like goopy face and that's why it's like (laughs) growing around because he put it on as he was regenerating Oh God, yeah, oh, that'd be awesome. Yeah, we gotta save that for like a reveal. <laughs> where like they gotta have this one biker later on. We we can't forget to do this later on when it's like we have to have like the showdown where it's like the bikers are just gonna confront Jason. You know, like oh, yes. you know, you little fucker, you killed all of our brothers. We're gonna take you down. They all have like you know whips and chains and crowbars and stuff. And then right. like they're like you know. Uh, maybe one of them's like, you know, we can't take this guy down. Like he, you know, he killed, you know, snake and spider and all of the toughest guys or whatever, right. you know, and then, you know, and then, uh, have like the leader of the biker game, like, oh, he doesn't have to deal with us. He's got to deal with tiny. And then some like, you know, big, you know, fucking like seven foot dude, like comes out of the bar and he, he lifts up his helmet and it's got this like fucking skull, you know, a thing on the front of it, like you were saying. And it's like, oh shit. Now we're going to have like a showdown. Cause we got, you know, Jason versus this like a uh, monster, this man mountain of a guy and of course jason's <laughs> gonna kill him like indiana jones with the swordsman you know he's just oh, gonna yeah. kill him super fast <laughs> it's gotta be oh it's oh yeah we're gonna we're gonna ruin it right now it's gotta be the guy's gonna come over and try and grab jason and you know he's gonna try and hit him or whatever and jason's just gonna like take the punch and he's gonna hit him again and jason's gonna take the punch and the guy's gonna come in close again and jason's gonna grab that like hockey mask that's on his head and just shove it back through his skull <laughs> <laughs> Yes. <laughs> like the whole motorcycle helmet just like caves in and it like crushes his face flat. And then he just rips the mask part off the front of it. And you see this guy's like face that's like half motorcycle helmet, half skull, like weaves <laughs> together, you know, falls slumped to the ground while everybody else is like, oh shit. And then he takes that mask and he like shoves it on his own head and it just like sticks in his, in his like gooey face. And then they're just like, <laughs> whoop, 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 and they all run, you know, they all scatter. <laughs> Okay. All right. I think we. I think we have. A, we have a really good basis here. So. So yeah. So we have the, the family. Well, let's quickly name the, the family. So um, I don't know. We we need. So with the, it's mom, dad, the older daughter, and and, a, and like a adolescent boy. Like maybe just like an early pubescent. So like eleven, twelve kind of kind of mm-hmm. range. Um. All right. So we always we have the joke that we always use Billy. So we're not using Billy. Uh, <laughs> so how about how about the little kid's name Matthew? Okay, Matthew works for me. Matthew Lawrence, we we're just talking about him. Yep, that's why I thought of that. <laughs> so I was going to mention, I'm looking at a map of, like, New Jersey, and I actually wrote down, like, it's hard to know exactly where Jason would need to go, like, as the crow flies, because, right. yeah, he might walk through the woods, but he might follow the roads. So while I was trying to kind of figure it out, I'm looking at a map in New Jersey, and there, he would be traveling through four counties, which are Hudson, Essex, Morris, and Warren. So why don't we have their last name be Warren? This is the Warren family. And we okay. have Matthew Warren, and then the dad's name is Morris, which just screams to me like 80s sitcom dad. Like, oh, Morris. Mm-hmm. You know? I don't know why, but it does. <laughs> I'm, I'm good with it. <laughs> All right. So we have Morris Warren, Matthew Warren. We need a mom, and then we need our final girl. Uh, I don't know why Wendy keeps popping in my head. Maybe it's the liter- the alliteration of Wendy Warren. It's just making yeah. me giggle. But like uh, how about mom is Wendy? So it's Morris and Wendy. <laughs> yes. I don't, that's like such an 80s sitcom family. I don't know why, but it, it definitely is, right? Morris right. and Wendy. Oh, God. Uh, yeah. They're very wholesome. Very wholesome. <laughs> oh, yeah. And and I mean, I'm trying I'm trying not to like I'm, I'm trying 
to desperately remember all the different final girls from the Friday the 13th movies because I don't want to reuse one of the names. Like, I know there was Chris. There was, uh, oh, my God, was, what was a uh, Ginny? There yeah. was. Um, I just Googled it. Yeah, we've got Ginny from part two, Tina, Megan. It. Yeah, Tina from seven, Megan from part six this list is not in order we have an alice there's always an alice you mentioned yep. chris trish from the final chapter i guess i don't even remember that one uh, uh looking through here Ginny, yeah and of course there was rennie and pam oh pam yeah don't forget pam from mm-hmm. the from part five whitney from the remake i i say if we just pick a, a woman's name that sounds cool that's kind of unusual that would work because these are all kind of normal names you know tina chris pam nothing yeah su- super you know out of the ordinary except for maybe rainy you know what fuck it let's call her sam let's name her after our friend let's call her <laughs> samantha so she's samantha. yeah another episode with a sam okay we'll go for it we'll go with fuck that it. that's fine fuck sam, it. sam you're getting used again <laughs> <laughs> Okay, just, so just so we don't waste too much time on the names. Okay. Yeah. So so we got Morris, Wendy, Matthew, and Samantha. Uh, she's the yeah. She's going off to college. Matthew's like the sports obsessed or the hockey obsessed like younger sibling, and you know the dad of course is like oh you don't need all that crap. They're gonna get in the car and uh yeah I think it'd be kind of funny if like he's like oh shit he's got the hockey mask but it'd be funny if he like leaves it home <laughs> you know it's yeah. like oh well now what you know um but maybe he just brings his his hockey stick or maybe he has a hockey stick that is like telescoping so he can like fold it in and his dad's like you know whatever just get in the car you know the one thing right. that he can bring because that way too it's like he, even though Jason isn't gonna fight kids or kill kids uh it'd be fun if I, I'm picturing Matthew later on like you know getting his balls up with his like uh, telescoping hockey stick and like uh you know come on man you know or you know cracking it across jason's back yeah. and then being like oh whoop, 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 and running off <laughs> yeah you something know. like that trying to man up so okay so i think we've got some scenarios we kind of jumped ahead and you know and mapped out some things that'll be fun to see so let's back up so yeah jason muck monster stands up we smash cut we meet the warrens in their driveway packing up their camper with their tents and their lanterns and you know all that shit the sleeping bags and whatnot and one thing we have to solve immediately is how does jason cross the hudson river into new jersey okay um i will say this there are a couple of options so i'll let you decide but here are the options he could from where he's coming from, which was near Times Square originally, I don't know where the sewer would dump out, but probably somewhere south, like toward the ocean, um, toward the – what do you call that? Is it the – what bay is that where the Statue of Liberty is? The name is escaping me. But, you know, I'm thinking sewage probably closer to the ocean. So the closest way that people normally cross the Hudson River that far south is the uh, Holland Tunnel. But there's also the Lincoln Tunnel. So we have two tunnels that he could walk through under the river, or he could go further north, kind of out of the way to the George Washington Bridge, uh, which is, you know, kind of a hike, mm-hmm. or, you know, swim or walk in the water. I think those are the options. What do you think is the most interesting? I feel like, okay, we, we need to get him on the FBI radar. Um, because okay. remember the the FBI had been hunting him for a while mm-hmm. by the time they set the trap in in uh, uh, and um, Jason goes to hell. 
So what if we have him, you know, just kind of, again, Jason didn't give a fuck when he was in New York. He was just walking the streets of New York. Like yep. no fucks were given whatsoever. Some of so the we, most badass moments in the whole franchise. I love it. <laughs> so we could just have him like fucking walking. Like, get him out in the street, have him walk this fucking slimy mess of a man monster. You know, it's just like, and maybe we could even do the joke of like, you know, have people like notice and be like, eh, fuck it. And keep on going about their day because, you know, it's New York. Nobody cares. Um, yeah, exactly. <laughs> it would be hilarious if there was this like muck monster limping down the center dotted line in the fucking Holland tunnel while there's like cars, you know, yes. gearing out of the way and shit, you know? <laughs> and we can have some cabbie like go around him and like the, the passenger be like, Oh my God, did you see it? He's like, yeah, I've seen it before. Like just, yeah. just totally like doesn't give a shit. Nice. And I, and I'm looking at the map now and it's like, yeah, that's kind of cool because it keeps that, uh, that hell theme because uh, he would be coming from hell's kitchen. <laughs> nice. Um, yep. And, and he'd end up in, he'd end up in Weehawken, which is not that far. I had mentioned Hoboken earlier. Weehawken's a little bit further north from there. But that whole area, Union City, York, New Jersey, you know, Secaucus, it's all kind of like, you know, regular people, towns, you know, not like big right. city. Uh, so, yeah, so that's cool. So we're going to have him walk through the fucking Lincoln Tunnel, come out <laughs> on the highway, and then... So at this point, he's basically just going to be walking through like a populated city area, walking through, you know, towns in New Jersey. Um, yep. And I imagine at nighttime that would be OK if it was nighttime. But do we so the question now is, do we want to have him start off his his adventure with some uh, some encounters, some bloody encounters uh, in, you know, uh, in cities in New Jersey? Well, yeah, I, I think what we should do is, is have right away. We, we have the, the thing we were talking about, like the the opening of him coming out of the sewer tunnel. Obviously, we, we see his travels. We see a couple like humorous moments of people seeing him and making comments and other people kind of writing it off like, yeah, hey, it's fucking New York. You know, just no, no yeah. cares given. <laughs> but maybe there, there's enough people that see him like so the police start getting phone calls. You know, mm -hmm, we start getting sure. reports of like this weird like creature like walking the walking the streets. Um, so, you know, maybe like we, we will like zoom in on a, you know, on a police car, just kind of watching, you know, watching the streets, like sitting there, maybe drinking coffee, eating donuts, the whole, you know, the whole shtick and have them hear the report about this like weird man monster walking the streets and be like, oh, Jesus Christ, what now? And then they see him like they see him <laughs> and right. they're like, you seeing this? And they're like, yeah guess we should bring him in they're like you know they go out go to approach jason have him just fucking murder the cops in broad daylight oh shit and yeah they just have people like holy shit and he just keeps going like nothing happened so now we're gonna have a reason for the police to be looking for him because he just killed two officers um nice. and this this will continue to escalate as the body count rises leading to the inevitable like fbi investigation squad coming for him and and uh jason goes to hell so, okay. because he's going to leave a trail of bodies yeah. from New York to New Jersey. Okay, yeah, I like that. I think that's kind of cool. I'm, like, I'm look, looking for a body of water. I think the Hackensack River might be okay. I'm not sure if it's, like, suburban enough. There is another – what is this? Oh, oh, yeah, the Passaic River. That would probably work. So, so okay, so no, I think this is perfect. So, 
well, we'll have some sequences where we kind of cut back and forth. And, you know, Jason is basically just like walking through town, no fucks given, killing cops, you know, maybe or maybe the first death is like some random guy like walks up and was like, hey, man, you OK? And he just like swipes the guy out of the way and like, you know, cracks his neck and like some vertebrae pop out. And it was just like, get out of my way, kid. You know, <laughs> he, he literally hits him against a wall and he just breaks. <laughs> and, oh, and, oh, and this is like years before The Sopranos, but it's fucking North Jersey, so we got to have a sequence with like the mafia, you know, where he's <laughs> yes. he's he's walking through, you know, some town area, and you see, you know, these uh, these wise guy looking guys who are like, you know, sitting and having the cappuccino outside of a of a shop of a pork store or whatever, and you know, and he's just walking down the street, and yeah, you know, maybe. Maybe like, there's somebody who's crossing the street on a bike and Jason just like walks right through him and like flips the bike over and these, you know, mafia guys get up because they're like, hey, this is our neighborhood, you know, <laughs> and, and, and they send they send their, you know, poly walnuts type guy over to be like, you know, you know, you know, hey, motherfucker, this ain't Halloween. Like what you doing in our neighborhood? You know, and <laughs> Jason, just, I, I don't want him to like go out of his way. It's like he's exhausted. He's messed up. He's not going to be like, ooh power tools or creative ways everything he's doing is like oh my god another one fuck you know? I don't want to go home I'm <laughs> exactly. tired yeah. all, all, all these death sequences are him just like getting people out of the way so yeah so maybe somebody goes to punch him and like you know Polly Walnuts's you know fist goes into his like slimy shoulder and he goes to pull it back and Jason just like grabs his hand and just like whoop over his shoulder and like flips him into a parked car you know <laughs> it's like he's flicking a fly off of his shoulder you know <laughs> You, you know, you, you mentioned the the mafioso types, and I, I don't know if there's a way to work this joke in, but I feel like it would be fucking hilarious. If you, you'd, you'd mentioned the, the, what is it, the Hackensack River? Um, yeah, the Hackensack River, and then there was the Passaic River. So I had a reason to mention the body of water, but go ahead. But, well, I was going to say it would be fucking hilarious if, like, you know, Jason went back in the water. Because, again, Jason gives no fucks about water. I I'm ignoring the Freddy versus Jason nonsense. Yes. Every other movie, he gives no fucks about water. He is a water monster. Um, yes. he Like we see in part six, he walks into the water, just walks along the bottom of Crystal Lake, does not give a fuck. Um how funny would it be if you saw some mafioso types like with a body wrapped up to dump in the river and then this slimy Jason comes up out of the river and they're like, oh, shit, he come back for us. You know, and it's just like, I yes. think that would have been a really funny joke. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. No, we got to do that, too. <laughs> Oh, so basically what I'm getting at, and I'm going to fast forward a little bit just so you know where I'm coming from, is like he's as he's walking through these more populated areas like the city and the suburbs, he's got to get out further into the country. And I, I, you know, it's hard to just do this from like my limited knowledge of New Jersey and like looking at a map. But I think the Passaic River might work where basically like by the time he gets to the end of the more populated areas, he's got like – He's like O.J. Simpson in the White Bronco, where there's like this really slow police <laughs> chase happening, where it's like all these cops are behind them and like vigilante types, and he's just walking normal, not even looking behind him, and they're following him, but like real slow. And then at some point, he's just gonna walk straight into the river and like not come up, and then they're gonna be like, "Well, I guess that's it," you know, and it's like their excuse <laughs> to just turn around and go home. <laughs> oh my God, yes. <laughs> 
So, you know, they all just turn around and go home. And then you see Jason just walk up on the shore on the other side of the river. And by then, everyone else had just turned around and he just keeps on walking, you know. <laughs> He's still going home. <laughs> and, and, and at this point, once he gets into the more royal area, that now we're going to have him encounter the, the biker gang. But it's like, so we can cut a, cut away to the Warrens, like, in the car. We can cut away to them getting to the bar and kind of having, like, an interaction with the bikers. We can have a scene where we get to meet the bikers, you know, and we can detail those a little bit. But I'm just saying, like, so while we're setting this whole all this whole thing up during the first third of the movie, Jason's just walking, like, you know, an exhausted drunk trying to get home until he crosses this river. And now he's going to have to deal with these bikers who just, like, God damn it, they won't leave him alone, <laughs> you know? <laughs> and, and, you know, one of the funniest parts about this is this entire time jason is maskless so he's gonna have that oh, yeah. goofy, gross ass face so yeah. like, you know he's gonna look like a monster this entire time exactly yeah 100 percent, like a sludge you know yeah no this is perfect it's like all the cops and everybody in new jersey from the suburbs they're all gonna just use the river crossing as their excuse to just turn around and go home like oh that's it you know it's like well our job is done let's go get coffee yeah exactly but yeah, so like I, I so we're gonna cut away, uh, cut away from Jason. Like maybe once he crosses the river, um, we cut away from Jason to the Warrens. You know they're on their travels, like making their way to the campsite. Um, but you know they're going going along the highway, and maybe uh, you know it's like one of those things where they're, they're looking for a place to stop and eat. They see this little like you know one of those like old style like I'm picturing like the wooden saloon looking places. Totally. Um, that has like, you know, it has food and beer and all that. So they stop to grab a bite to eat. They're sitting there at a table. You know, they're all all eating some sandwiches or whatever, drinking. Dad's drinking his beer, all that. And now we have the biker show up. So have mm. them like stop. Maybe it's one of those things where they, they stop and t- start taking what they want. So, you know, they hop yeah. over the, the bar. They start taking some beer like the bartender just kind of backs up because maybe he's, you know, he's dealt with these guys before. It's like, fuck it. Take what you want. You know, just leave me alone. And, of course, they start making comments about, Mm -hmm. but you know, about Sam. They start making comments about, you know, uh, the eldest daughter. So, of course, this is where, you know, Morris is going to get his his balls up and get pissed and be like, how dare you talk about my daughter that way? And I'm picturing, like, the guy with the the woolly mustache, the glasses, and, like, the the yellow polo. (laughs) (laughs) That's the guy I'm picturing here. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Oh, who is that actor? Oh, hang on. I got to look this up. Who's that actor? He's in License to Drive. Oh, shit. Oh, shit, shit, shit. Um, you know who I'm talking about. Uh, yes, yes. Richard Mazur? Yeah, Richard yeah. Mazur, he was in The Thing. Yeah, yeah, it's yes. him. Yeah, Richard Mazur. Yep. Yeah, you're right. He was in The Thing. You're exactly right. He's in Risky Business. He's in My yep. Girl. Yeah, he's in a bunch of shit. I always picture him as the guy from uh, Corey Hames' dad from License to Drive. Yeah, <laughs> like, <laughs> that's what I'm picturing. Yeah. <laughs> yes, that and that is that is absolutely perfect. So it's like, yeah, you know, like maybe maybe like the the maybe Sam's coming back from the bathroom and like mm-hmm. one of the bikers like puts his arm in front of her, like blocking her from going anywhere, starts making some, you know, dirty comments about her and have Morris be like, oh, what would you can't talk about my daughter like that? And, you know, get up and get all pissed off. And then maybe, you know, the, the one of the bikers fucking swings on him. You know, like, oh, hits yeah. him, you know, so it's like, holy shit. So now they're the, you know, the family's freaking out. They don't know what to do. You know, the bikers are getting loud and annoyed. Maybe now, uh, I don't know if, if we want to have, like, if we want to have the family run or if we want to have, like, maybe, you know, maybe dad gets a good shot in on one of them and they take the fuck off, causing the bikers to chase them. 
or if we want to have something happen like, you know, have Jason enter at this moment. So I, I think it would be it would be more fun to have the the family on the run from the bikers before they come across Jason. What do you think? Yeah, I think so. I, I, I want to keep the storylines kind of separate and then we'll bring them to a head. I think when we bring do bring the stories together, you know, we've kind of seen Jason do a lot. I think after he goes to the river and the cops go home, we can kind of take him off the board until he's ready to show up. It might even be fun if it's just out of fucking nowhere, you know? <laughs> like, yeah. Where'd he come from? So in the meantime, we're going to see the drama of the Warrens and the the bikers, the, the Hell Lords. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. So I don't want to do the, the typical thing where it's like, oops, I knocked over the motorcycles because, God, oh, that's no. such a terrible trope. And they already did it, did it to your point in part three. But mm-hmm. something similar where, yeah, maybe they, they go into this, you know, bar or, or it's a gas station, maybe two. They have like one little pump and they're trying to like, you know, get some sandwiches for the road <laughs> or whatever. And right. Yeah, they have a like they have a little interaction. Uh, yeah, with you know the dad, you know he tr- he tries to ball up and you know take a swing at uh, at the leader. I, I kept saying Snake before, but just call him Snake. You know he kept he kept, yeah. he's gonna ball up and take a swing at Snake, and maybe he does. Maybe he like lands a punch, and Snake is just like motherfucker. I didn't think you would do it. You know, right? <laughs> but then he was like, yeah, respect, man, respect. I got respect for you. And then the, of course you know uh, Morris is like, yeah, that's right. You know sometimes you just gotta like you know show people you're not gonna be pushed around. And he's like Snake. Snake's like, yeah, you're exactly right but i'm still gonna kick your ass and he pulls a you know switchblade out or something you know and, <laughs> and, and then you know and then maybe wendy jumps in and is just like oh you terrible man leave him alone and you know she's trying to pull morris away while snake is just like you ain't gonna save him lady you know and all the other bikers you know they all screech their chairs back and get up and they're gonna kind of circle around Maybe at this point, instead of doing something like knocking the bikes over, maybe we see, you know, Matthew, he just swings and smashes like the mirror behind the bar or uh, the window, the glass, something. He's just like, you know, you know, hey, asshole, he's getting their attention. And they're just and it's like their bar. So they're like, what the fuck, you little punk? You know, it's like their clubhouse or whatever. Mm-hmm. And that's part of why they they didn't want like strangers coming in. But it was just enough for samantha to grab morris and wendy and like pull them out the door like let's like make you know we gotta run for it and they go and they they jump in the car and if freaking uh matthew's just running around with his telescoping hockey stick and just smashing the windows and smashing beer bottles and like spraying glass around uh, you know like a diversion and then he he's gonna be like oh shit you know and hightail it into the but it's just enough where it's like we see kind of how tough he is and it gives the other family members a chance to get in the camper they're going to fire up the engine and peel away. And then Matthew's going to run and like hop in while the other bikers are coming out, you know, trying to get their bikes started, but just enough so that they can hit the road before, you know, the, here comes the bike gang. Yes, I agree. Okay. That, that works. That works totally perfectly. So yeah. So we have, we have that entire scenario play out where the family like fights back against the bikers um, and they, they get in the camper and take off. This is almost reminding me of, uh, do you remember that comic book by Rob Zombie, the nail? Oh, yeah, that was a pretty good with, one. Yeah. With the satanic bikers chasing the wrestler. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Oh. Who did the artwork on that one? That was that was uh, was it, uh, it wasn't Richard Corbin. Uh, no, Richard Corbin he, he, did the Sasquatch did, one. The big yeah, one. he did the Bigfoot. That was oh, that was so good. Uh, Jay Photos. I don't know that guy. I don't I, remember, I, don't, I, don't I remember really liking the artwork, though. Yeah, I don't recognize the name, but yeah, it was. I remember I remember reading it and thinking it wasn't like the greatest story, but it was really nice looking. I remember being really bummed out that it didn't get turned into the movie that he was planning, because originally the comic was called The Nail, but then he was going to do a movie called Tyrannosaurus Rex, and the wrestler was going to be known as T-Rex. 
and it was gonna it was basically the same idea of like these satanic bikers uh were were looking for a sacrifice and they come across this wrestler and his girlfriend and like their best friend and it's it's basically this this old retired wrestler and his friends versus a a cadre of satanic bikers <laughs> so it's like that's fucking awesome nice yeah that sounds perfect yeah so now we have the Warrens trying to hightail it down the highway in a camper van, which if you've ever driven a camper van, you know that that's hard to do. It's hard to mm-hmm. hightail it. <laughs> I, I, ha- I have a camper trailer and I live in Texas, which means that when we get out on the interstates, the speed limit is like 75 to 80 miles an hour. You know, I know you live in New York where it's mostly 55, which when I come back to visit, I'm just like, fuck, I feel like I'm crawling down the road. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> But I had the same experience when I'm driving my camper trailer on the highway because by the time I hit about 65, it's like, uh, this is about as fast as I can go before I start worrying that I'm, you know, really straining my engine. So we always end up driving way over in the right hand lane, driving slow and letting people pass us. Um, you know, slow is still like 65, 70 miles an hour, but slow right. for Texas, you know. So, yeah, so it's like the bikers are going to catch up to them. And so we probably need to have some other kind of interaction where they kind of get away. But then, oh, fuck, they push the engine too much. The camper breaks down. They're like RV. And now, oh, fuck, the bikers are coming. The bikers are going to catch up. They're going to have another encounter. But then, boom, Jason. Right. That's kind of, mm-hmm. I think, what we need to do. Yeah. Do, do you agree? Yeah, I think that I think that works. Um, so yeah, so, so you have the, the chase scene that we we're talking about. Um, maybe, maybe we cut away from, from the chase scene at this point. Like we, we see the, you know, the camper take off, we, the bikers get on their bikes, they go after them. Maybe we should cut away and show like what Jason is up to at this point. Like just have him like wandering and maybe get, get another gratuitous kill. Um, Ooh, mm-hmm. here we go. We got to get Jason in new clothes. We got to get him in his new jumpsuit. Oh, that's so right. mm-hmm. what if he's, uh, you know, he's, you know, he's wandering along the, the wooded highway, you know, just like lumbering along and there's like some kind of service station or whatever. We'll, we'll totally just take a page out of Michael Myers handbook and have him fucking kill some, you know, some mechanic at like a, at a roadside, <laughs> yep. you know, uh, little mechanic shop and just like murder the guy and take his clothes. <laughs> so. Oh yeah, for sure. It'll be like, uh, It'll be like the Myers Quick Stop or whatever. You know, right. it'll be a funny, oh, that, funny that little would, nod. The Myers Quick Stop. <laughs> so we have like some, you know, some burly looking mechanic working on something. <laughs> we should have Jason like just walk up behind him, grab the air compressor and like shove it in his face and turn it on. <laughs> yes, that'd be awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking blow out his eyes. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> so that Jason just like we see him just like grab the guy's jumpsuit and like start tearing it off of him. And then next time we see Jason, he's like stuffed his like half grown back body into this <laughs> jumpsuit. Oh, God. That'd be, oh, yeah. Yeah. It should it should be like in in Men in Black. Right. <laughs> Where it's like uh, he just walks out of the building and he's like kind of 
lumbering and limping and kind of awkwardly trying to move as he's like waiting for this outfit to like settle in, you know, <laughs> yeah, like, like fucking Edgar from Medibly. Yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> It'd be kind of funny because uh, he had to kind of pour himself into it. Yeah, like he just kills he kills this guy. And then next thing you know, you see him opening the door. and He's he's coming out with his like, you know, mechanic outfit on. But he's <laughs> he's still kind of like, you know, dripping out of the sleeve a little bit, you know, <laughs> Oh god! Like we still we see his like his head's kind of getting all bulgy at this point. Like he's definitely regenerating, but the toxic waste did a number on him. Like it's it, it's it's fucking with his regenerative ability, you know. So yeah, so we we cut away from that back to back to the family, like you said, and maybe like this is where we see they're broken down, you know. Like maybe they they pull into the woods. And the, the car is broken down. Like we see like smoke or steam or something coming out of the fucking engine. Um, so the family's freaking out, you know, they, they, they need to get help, but they don't know what to do. Like they, they don't want to travel on foot. So we, we can show that there's now a, a level of danger for this family. Like, what do they do? They're, they're in the woods. There's crazy fucking bikers that want to kill them. And they don't even know about the melty Jason that's coming their way. <laughs> yes. So, we have uh, so we, we we should have a thing where it's like, you know, they're, they're in the woods. They're trying to figure out, like, where do we go from here? And maybe we see the bikers pass by, like, so they know they're near, like the family knows the bikers are near. So we have this whole tension of, like, how do we get to help? You know, like, we, we got to get to a phone like no one has a cell phone at this point, <laughs> you know, so we got to mm. get to a phone to call for help or to, like, you know, flag down another motorist. But we know the bikers are nearby, so we don't want to give away our position. Oh, That's yeah. That's kind of what but- I'm thinking. Yeah, that's perfect. It should be that they they pull the RV not just off the road, but like they pull it down like a dirt service road, like into the woods. And mm-hmm. that's how that's how they're kind of hiding when they actually see the biker gang go come by. And then or we can even cut from the scene of Jason getting into his new mechanic outfit and we cut to like somebody is looking through the woods and you see the bikers coming by. And it's very much like the POV shots from the original Friday the 13th, except we turn and we look and it's Morris and Matthew and who were like, oh, there they go. Like we should be safe for a little while. But then like when they turn around, it's like you see the RV and the hoods up and there's like smoke coming out, you know, but mm-hmm. it's like they knew enough to kind of like, get off the road because they were in danger. So now they're in the woods and they're like, well, what now what are we going to do you know like you said it's like there's no cell phones like there's nowhere nearby but of course you know morris is going to be like you know we always come prepared you know because he's like this uh camper guy like you know he's got tents and sleeping bags and have him like load up this like giant backpack with like all this shit you know that he's got like you know uh canteens and tarps and you know rain ponchos and all this stuff and he's just like you know like don't worry like uh we were gonna go camping in the woods we're just gonna start right here and he's and he's got this optimistic viewpoint of like, I'm just going to hike into the woods and like, like <laughs> you know, like, we're, like, it's okay. Like, you know, we'll find help. You know, it's not like we're, you know, in the middle of, you know, nowhere, this is New Jersey. You know, we will just go in this direction through the woods until we find a house and we'll call for help, you know? <laughs> and right. of course the, the rest of the family is like, Oh, Morris, you know, <laughs> <laughs> um, but this is good. Cause it'll, it'll, it'll give us a chance to just have, yeah, have them tromp off through the woods and uh, we can maybe have some, you know, a little bit of a little bit of comedy. We can maybe cut back to them later. But now we cut back to the biker gang and we have them stop at like another place. And now it's like before they were at this little gas station that had like a little bar. Now they stop at this place where it's like a full on roadhouse and the rest of their crew is there. You know, they pull in and they go inside and it's like maybe when I said we say biker gang, maybe there's like 
five or six of them. Snake and his like best lady and uh, you know, a couple of lieutenants, you know, and uh, but Snake then... and Mudflap from Bob's Burgers. <laughs> there you go. There you go. <laughs> and they go into this like roadhouse, and of course they walk in. You know, a Snake's gonna walk in and walk up to like you know the the toughest, meanest looking guy there and be like, "Hey, Pinky." There was this family. They, did they come? Did you see him come through here in this camper? And you know, oh no, I ain't seen nothing. And you know, blah blah blah. And it's like you know, round up the boys. Like we gotta go find these guys. Like they smashed up. Like, like the fill-in station down the road and we can't let these, you know, city punks get away with it. You know, something like that. Right. Um, so to kind of like get the rest of the gang together, they're going to go outside and like go to get on their bikes. And now here comes Jason down the road. And I think this is a good, good place to kind of like let this converge. Um, so maybe we can just have, you know, we can have Jason just like, he's just trying to walk down the street and these guys are like, what the fuck is this Halloween show? You know, or whatever. Um, or maybe he's just walking minding his own business and they go to get on their bikes and they're revving up and like, yeah, let's get him, you know, vroom, vroom, vroom. Like, woohoo, here we go. And they go to peel out and one of them just peels out like right in front of Jason and he just fucking keeps on walking and just like pushes the guy biking all out of the way. And now they're like, what the fuck? Ooh, I, I got, I got an idea. I got an idea. Okay. So, I, I I like where you're going with this. So we have that we have the five bikers that were originally at the the little fill-in station or whatever, like where they they go and frequently hang out, where they meet the Warrens. We have that whole thing happen, right? So the the five bikers chase chase after them. They lose them. They go to like you know like you said like the other hangout where like the rest of the gang is. But what if like that place like that wherever they're hanging out like it's a, like it's a, it's a it's a pretty like rowdy bar or something like that like it's yeah, a, yeah. it's a well populated area like we see a bunch of cars and trucks like maybe there's like some truck like it's like a truck stop almost like we see truckers okay. there you go. in Perfect. in the in the parking lot so we cut back to the Warrens. We that 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 uh, Dad Morris is is going off. He's got his like his backpack. He's like, if I have to stay the night in the woods, like I I you know I have a tent. I have I'm I'm set. He has a machete. Okay, that's his his one oh, weapon he has. Yeah, he has fuck yeah. So now he makes his way through the woods, and it's like coming up on dusk. Like it's it's pretty late at night at this point makes his way through the woods and he comes out on the other side and we see across the throughway or across the highway, we see this truck stop, like with all these cases, like finally, you know, I can get some help. He goes there and runs into the fucking bikers. So now it's like, he's like, you know, he's got his machete. He's like, back off, back off. You know, he's like, he's backing out Mm -hmm. into the parking lot. All these bikers are coming out. They're kind of surrounding him. And then we hear like, we do hear like the, I know it's a trope, but we hear the clang and they mm-hmm. turn and there's Jason just like pushing his way through the motorcycles like, fuck this, fuck <laughs> yeah. that, out of my way. And yeah. they're like, who the fuck is this clown? You know, and like have one guy like go like, hey, motherfucker, you you know, you've you've wandered into the wrong neighborhood or something like that. Come up to him, yeah. go to put his hand on Jason and Jason just grabs his arm and breaks it off. So it's not like, you know, oh, like shit. Yeah, <laughs> it isn't just like a handbrake. He literally takes his entire arm off. Guys screaming, blood shooting out of the stub. He's like, ah, what the fuck? Yeah, so all the bikers start, like, hitting him with chains and all that. And Jason, like, he goes down. Like, having beaten him down, he goes down. And then it's like, like, yeah, yeah, I thought so. You're not so tough now. And he just stands up, cracks his gooey neck, and, like, grabs the next guy, (laughs) breaks his face, like, just rips it off, you know, that kind of thing. And one by one, though, I want to have them, like, him systematically taking out bikers. But then, like, Morris, like, he gets up to Morris, and Morris, like, hacks him in the neck with the machete, and it gets stuck. And but he buys them enough time for the bikers to escape, too. So this way we could have the fucking hell lords and the Warrens teaming up to try to fight Jason. 
<laughs> oh, fuck you. Okay, okay. Let me back up. I love, I fucking love this, but let me add something that I think would be fucking awesome to see. Exactly. Yeah, After he, like, rips that dude's arm off, like you said, maybe you see Morris with the machete, like, lo- lock eyes with Snake. Like, they look at each other like, what the fuck? Did you just see that? You know? Yep. And it's like, instantly, they don't care anymore because, like, what is this? And so Snake is like, you know, his guys go to attack Jason, like you said. Jason's still walking away. He never stopped walking. And so right. when the Hell Lord's go up it's like yeah one one guy has a crowbar one guy's got you know like a chain wrapped around his hand they're hitting him in the back and it's like jason stops and it's like if this was kane hotter he'd be breathing and it's like he goes oh, and he sighs and he just <laughs> looks back over his shoulder at him and then like looks forward again and then he stops and turns around and they're like oh fuck he stopped oh my god <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Like, oh shit. Yeah, exactly. And and then like the guy with the chain says to the guy with the crowbar, he's like, uh, you get a man, you get him. And crowbar's like, no man, you get him, man, you get him. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> and the snake is like, you pussies, like just fucking take him down. And they're like, okay, okay. Same time, ready? Same time. On the count of three. Wait, wait, is it on three or after three? No, no, man, just fucking at the same time. Ready? Here we go. One, two, three. And they go and they get him. And <laughs> the dude swings the chain, the dude swings the crowbar. Jason grabs both of their weapons and like crosses his arms in front of them and smashes their heads together and they crack like fucking eggs. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. And now Jason's got a crowbar and a chain with like, you know, there's dudes on the end of him, but that that won't, that never stopped him before, you know? (laughs) So now like dudes on the end of him. I love it. So now Jason is stopped and he's like, okay, fuck, I gotta like take care of this bullshit. So he walks over to the to the bikers, like now he's walking at them, and now instead of them trying to stop Jason, he's coming at them and they're like, Oh shit, oh shit, get out of here quick. Yeah, exactly. And he comes over and he goes to swing at the one dude, and it's like a guy, it's a chain with a guy at the end of it. And he fucking swings the whole dude's corpse <laughs> like at somebody else in the gang and like knocks over the bikes and he swings the other hand with the crowbar and knocks some shit over. But like even for Jason, it's a little bit unwieldy so you know he lets go after he swings yeah and then exactly maybe he sees morris standing there morris isn't going to take a swing at this point morris is like pissing himself like literally we can show him he wets his, he wets himself you know and, right but he's still standing there with the machete and we we do something kind of similar with jason next where he just walks over and he looks at morris and he looks at the machete and he looks at morris and morris just offers it to him and he just takes the machete and then morris just like whoop 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 and like runs away <laughs> It's like, yeah, it's okay, guys. He just wanted his machete. <laughs> as as much as I like that, I also kind of want a reason for Morris and and the the gang to like team up. Yeah. You know? Either way, I just think it would be funny. But yeah, have him have him go over and yeah and uh or um, yeah maybe he walks over to Morris and he's looking at the machete and Morris is just like okay, I guess we're doing this. And he, like, takes a swing at him, and Jason just grabs the machete and, like, rips it out of his hand. And, and hell, maybe he, like, fucking breaks Morris's hand, you know, at the, in, at the same time. And, yeah, so exactly. So well, now we have – go ahead. I'm sorry, I was going to say, I, I wanted to back up where you, you have the two guys that are, that are like, you know, you get him, no, you get him, no, you get him. Well, this is where we should have, like, the big dude come up and be like, I'll get him. Like, have, oh, like, the okay, guy with the hockey so, so have, like, the two of them kind of, like – yeah, like afraid to fight him, right? And then have like the big burly dude that looks like fucking Lord Humongous that has the the helmet with the hockey mm-hmm. mask in the front. He just he's like, I'll get him, and then he slides the mask down. And it's just like maybe he's even bigger than Jason. Like he's just kind of towering over Jason, looking down at him for sure. And Jason just he looks up and 
we could do the thing you said where he like grabs his head and crushes the helmet in on him <laughs> and just like the dude just instantly falls over dead. Jason rips the mask off, like just sloughs it into his face and then turns and looks at the bikers. Now he's got the hockey mask on with like the dripping goo all around the edges mm-hmm. and have them just be like, okay, we'll both get him and like go after him. And then we do the whole thing yep. that you said where he kill you know, kills both. Use, like crushes their heads together, uses them as weapons. <laughs> <laughs> and then like, while that's happening, like maybe th- what we should have happen here is like, while he's like destroying bikes and destroying bikers, you know, have like, uh, have, have snake, like pull a gun. Maybe he has a gun on him. He pulls a gun, shoots Jason several times. Jason just turns and starts walking toward him. Mm-hmm. And maybe like, he's about to, he's about to kill snake. Like he's, he's coming at him, like reaching out. And then have Morris like slap his arm with the machete, like you hit nice. him, like his reaching out, and it just gets stuck in the goo, like it doesn't yes. do much. Yes. And have Jason like stop, look down at the machete, look over at Morris, pull the machete out and lift it up. And more, this is maybe this is where Morris pisses himself. Yes, yes. This and is have have uh, him and Spider just be like whoop 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 and just take off running, like holy shit, did you fucking see that? What is that guy? So now we have a reason for the two of them to be like, you know, fuck our beef. We got to find out how to get away from this motherfucker. Oh, oh. And we have to have this cinematic moment where they take off running, but before we hear them talking, they just run away. And then you see Jason with this dramatic lighting. And it's like, he's got the hockey mask. He's got the machete. And there's like this crowd of like corpses around him. And it's just like, <laughs> dun, dun, dun. Like, it's almost the re- power of Grayskull moment. Yes, exactly. Like I have returned. Exactly. <laughs> Yeah. And then we cut over to, and then we cut over to Snake and Morris like hiding behind the camper or a car because the camper's in the woods hiding behind a car. And they're just like, what the fuck? Did you see that? Is he one of yours? No, I thought you brought him. And they're just like, you know, whatever. They squash their beef and they're like, now what are we going to do? And maybe this is where we see Morris like peeks over the hood of the car that he's hiding behind. And Matthew is right there. And we look over and we see Matthew who had like walked up to Jason with his like telescoping hockey stick. And he's just standing there and Jason just staring at him. And, you know, Matthew, like we saw before he had some balls, he smashed all the windows and the mirrors and stuff. And now he's just like, you know, uh, come on, come on, man. Like, come on, man. I'll I'll take it. I ain't afraid. You know, and Jason just looks, stares him down and then he just turns and walks away. He starts walking down the highway again. Like, okay, I'm not going to kill kids, but it kind of like snaps him back to, okay, this is done. I'm, I'm over. I'm, I'm fine now. You know? Right. (laughs) And so that way we get Jason back. I got my machete. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. We get Jason back on the road and now we can kind of calm down for a second. Let Snake and Morris and the family kind of come up with like, what's the plan? Like, do we just go home? Do we stop him? Do we call the cops? Like, what's our next step? You know? Well, what if Jason starts walking in the woods in the direction of where the camper is? So now Morris is like, holy shit, my family, like Sam and Wendy, he's like, I, I, we, we got to stop him, you know, and, and maybe like Snake at this point, he's pissed because Jason's killed like seven of his guys and like ruined his motorcycle or whatever. So he's like, nah, we got to fucking get this guy. So now, you know, uh, Morris and Snake and Matthew, like they're trying to get back to the camper, you know, to like. They, they want to rescue well Morris and, and Matthew want to rescue Wendy and Sam and snake wants revenge on Fuck yeah. the, the swamp monster. What killed his boys. <laughs> so. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, so, but I think, gotta, here, Oh, good. No, good. Continue. 
I say, I think we should cut away here to maybe like a, like an FBI agent or something. Maybe the FBI agent that we see at the start of part nine, like maybe, uh, you know, like some of those people and have them like, you know, we got reports coming in all over the place from Manhattan to, you know, to to uh, whatever throughway they're on, whatever highway they're on here. Be like, you know, there's there's mm-hmm. reports uh, of murders and have them be like looking into it and being like, you know, this is just like the Crystal Lake murders, you know, that kind of thing. Like this can't <laughs> yeah. be a coincidence, you know, and ha- have the so now we 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 set up at least the the you know the minor plot thread of the FBI looking Ooh. into this. Oh, I'm sorry to interrupt you. No, no go for it. Perfect, go for it. It's a perfect visual too because we have not yet told the audience what Jason is doing or where he's going. You might have assumed he was going home, but like Jason doesn't talk, so he doesn't know. So no, this is perfect for you know the audience members who need stuff spelled out for them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so. We have the FBI agent who runs up to like, you know, the captain or whatever, the boss. And he's like, oh, we've been getting reports of, you know, this and this. And it's like there's this like, you know, swamp monster, they say. And the guy turns and he's like, you know, monster from the woods. You know, it's like you can kind of tell like, you know, he's heard of Jason or he maybe even experienced him before. And yes. Yeah, so like. And, and the guy's like, he's like, show me where they pull him like a paper map out. And he's like, OK, so, you know, he, he went through Hoboken and Secaucus and he was out on Route 80, blah, blah, blah. And then you see the guy go. He takes his pen. And he draws a straight line through the dots and then he keeps going. And the straight line goes to Camp Crystal Lake. And he's ah, like, perfect. You know, it's just like Jason, you know. <laughs> yep. Yeah. And yeah. He'll be like, it's 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 the Crystal Lake killer. You <laughs> Yes, exactly. <laughs> Perfect. So, yeah, so then, like, we, we should cut back to, uh, to like, Wendy and Sam in the woods, and maybe we see Jason, like, in, like how creepy would it be, like, it's just at sunset, like, where we, we see the sun setting in the background, and they're looking down the dirt road, like, waiting for help, and you just see this, like, lumbering figure, like, backlit, walking mm-hmm. toward them slowly, holding a machete. <laughs> like, how fucking oh, fuck creepy yeah. would that be? You know, like, I'd, oh, I'd piss yeah. myself. Oh, fuck yeah yeah exactly so yeah and they, and that should be something like that where like they go and they want to hide in the camper you know mm-hmm. and it, it, we should we should set this up so they're just hiding in the camper jason's just trying to get home he's both mostly he's mostly just been killing people who like got in the way it wasn't like jason in other movies where he's like maha teenagers to kill i'll slaughter everyone i see you know mm-hmm. he's just He's just trying to get home because I think ultimately Jason is kind of territorial, you know? Yep. <laughs> uh, I mean, Jason takes Manhattan kind of fucks up the pattern a little bit, but mostly it's just like, get the fuck out of my woods, you know? Mm-hmm. And, uh, but we see that in Jason takes Manhattan too, where he's mostly just trying to kill the one person he wanted to kill. And he kind of ignores most everybody else. Um, <laughs> right. So yeah, he just walks right by the camper. So the situation should be like, if they had just stayed in the camper and shut the fuck up, then it would have been fine. He would have just kept on walking. He would have went off at Camp Crystal Lake. And maybe the people in, you know, what is it? Uh, Cunningham, New Jersey. Maybe they would have had a bad day. But in, in terms of like the, the Warrens and the Hell Lords, they would have been okay. They would have just let him go. But something has to happen where they get Jason's attention. And now he's like, ah, oh, fuck, I got to kill some more people. <laughs> you know. Um, right. So I, I don't know what it is yet. I'm just trying to figure this out. I'm just thinking from a dramatic perspective, if we have Wendy and Samantha in the camper, either something happens 
to bring his attention to shit. Now I got to go kill these two ladies hiding in the camper. Or as he's walking by, they're perfectly safe. Everything's fine. Oh, good. They're in the clear. And then you hear like the vroom of engines, you know, motorcycles are coming down the path. And it's like, damn it. If you would have just let him keep going, you know, it would have been mm-hmm. fine. And now he's going to stop right by the camper and turn around because he hears those motorcycles too. And he's like, these motherfuckers again. You know? <laughs> <laughs> yes. I, I think we can we can even up the tension a little bit more too, because like, what if we do the thing where they're they're in the they're in the the camper, like you said. Um, we see the shot of him like walking down, like all creepily walking down the dirt road, and but it's it's dark enough where they are that they can't really see you know, who the figure is outside. So, like, you know, Wendy's watching out the window, and she sees somebody walking, carrying a machete, and she thinks it's Morris. So she's like, Morris, is that you? Like, yells out the window, and, like, Jason turns and looks at her, and now he's, like, on the outside of the camper, they're on the inside, and he's just, like, you know, maybe he's just staring at her, like, he hasn't done anything yet, but then we hear the motorcycles, like you said. So it's like there's that moment of like, oh, Jason knows there's there's vittles in that van. I got to kill him. You know, that whole thing. <laughs> right. But but then he hears the uh, the bikers. So it's like, well, let me take care of these chumps first. So we have that tense moment of like, yes, are the girls safe? What's going on? So the the other bikers, you know, that were like they like maybe like, you know, Snake, Morris and Matthew, like run off some of the other bikers, you know come after jason um and and, uh you know maybe snake morris and and matthew haven't gotten there just yet so the Mm -hmm. bikers come around they circle jason and we have yet another biker jason fight where we could have you know him throwing fools into trees like we could have him like body slamming motorcycles on top of guys faces with the wheel spinning so their face just gets thrown across the woods oh you know there's there's going to be some moment where some biker comes at him with like a morning star spinning and Jason just sticks a branch in the tire and it fucking flips over <laughs> and smashes the dude into a pile of rocks, you know? <laughs> yes. Have him just break against a tree like the, the sleeping bag scene is like, you know? but and I, I like. I love him pulling a pet cemetery too and like picking up the motorcycle like while revving it and just like putting it on a guy's face and like having oh, the tire yeah. rip his face apart. Absolutely. Jason doesn't normally use power tools, but if it's right there, I mean, why oh, not? Oh yeah. You know? I mean, he, he did use the the tree cutter in part was it 6 or 7? Seven? 7. That was part 7. Yeah. Yeah, where he's got the big buzzsaw tree cutter. Um so yeah, I mean, you know, he he'll occasionally use them. He'll 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 uh, change up his repertoire if the toys are available. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Where do you get these wonderful toys? <laughs> so what if we have like during during that scene, like you know, Snake Matthew and and Morris like make their way, you know, back to the back to the camper while this chaos is happening. So like you know, Snake is freaking out because more of his boys are getting killed, and like maybe he like you mm-hmm. know he he reloads his or he has he's already reloaded his gun. He starts like shooting at Jason again. Morris and Matthew try to get Sam and Wendy out of the camper. Um, maybe we kill one of them. I don't know if we want to kill one of the family members or if we want to keep them all together. Um, and maybe okay, no. Oh, I'm sorry. I just got that like lightning light bulb moment. So you should kill because at this point, I think if you were going to kill anybody in this family, it would have been Morris. Morris is like he's kind of a dumbass and he's already tried to slice or he's already tried to um, confront Jason at least once before. So Mm -hmm. I think if you were going to kill one of the Warrens, I think everyone watching this movie, you know, the eight and a half movie in the series, they know Samantha is probably the final girl. He's not going to kill a kid. So I think he should kill Wendy. I think I was, ju- I was gonna say the same yes. thing. 
it'll be the emotional like spike that we need right here so yeah like they're all like about to escape into the woods and you know morris and matthew were like you know come on let's go that way we have the chance like you know snake and the boys will like keep them distracted and you know something happens where they go to escape and maybe wendy like trips on like you know, bitches be tripping, you know, in Jason movies, <laughs> you know, <laughs> and she trips on something, but she yells out and Jason just like turns. She does that quick, you know, full torso turn that Kane Hodder does and sees her. And maybe that like they're about to like run off in the woods and Jason just like hucks the fucking machete, like throws it at her and just boom, right in the fucking back, right into her spine. And she goes down in like Morris's arms, you know, and Samantha's right there. And it's this whole big emotional moment where, you know, Jason just hooked the machete and then turned around to kill bikers like it ain't no thing. He didn't even care that he had done that while the Warrens are just, you know, heartbroken and distraught and crying. But what I want to get at the end of this is I want to see Samantha do the same thing that we saw Jason do earlier, which is turn and look with fucking hate in the eyes. Right. Okay. Yeah. Like she's like, oh, fuck you. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's something like maybe maybe Wendy doesn't trip. The thing I was picturing was like while the the bikers are fighting and like Snake is just like you motherfucker just start shooting. Morris and Matthew are like pounding on the the camper like get the fuck out get we gotta go we gotta go you know mm-hmm. and then like have we have Sam run out and like Jason's still distracted fighting fighting the bikers and then like Wendy goes to run out and then like you just see the machete pop up through her stomach. Oh, like he yeah. just like he maybe he threw it or whatever and it just like stabs her in the back and like she looks down. And then mom falls over. The family is just like, you know, freaking the fuck out. Jason mm-hmm. just goes right back to slaughtering bikers. You know, Snake is maybe Snake shoots him right in the fucking face. And oh, we yeah. see like his head go back and he just like looks forward. And we see like the goo drip out of the eye hole and then have him just start walking. Forward <laughs> him. And Snake's yeah. like, we got to fucking go. We got to go. And like have them like start to run. But then we have that scene where you said like, like Sam looks back at him and she has the fucking fire in her eyes. Like you fucking killed my mom, like mm-hmm. ready to like go after Jason. So now we have a reason for her to want revenge, but also we, we get them away from that sequence again. So now, yeah, he, I, he should come after them because Snake hurt him. Yeah, you know, he shot. Maybe yeah. he shot, shot out his newly regenerated eye. He's like, damn it, I'm always losing the left one. You know, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe, or maybe he just shot him. You know, in the wrong eye. Like, if Snake had shot the other eye, it would have been okay. He would have blinded him. But he always he shot him in the wrong eye again. But Jason's just like, God damn it, I keep trying to grow that one back. You know exactly, <laughs> right? <laughs> yes. You're right. Uh, yeah. So no, no, this is good. And I think at this point, like the bikers are kind of like done for. I think oh, Snake. Yeah. I think Snake should live because I think Snake it would be fun if we kind of let him kind of come back for a surprise last hurrah. You know, at, like out of nowhere, here comes Snake for the save the day. Something, something like that, I think, would be fun. And it's a nice story arc for him to start off as a villain and kind of end, you know, trying to be heroic, right? Um, so I think, yeah, I think Jason should pretty much just kill the whole fucking biker gang, except for Snake, who we see, you know, maybe Jason, like after he gets shot in the face, Jason swipes Snake like into the trees, and we see him like, you know, on the ground breathing and bloody, but you know, broken ribs and everything. Maybe he's got a broken arm, but he's not dead yet. You know, he didn't Mm -hmm. quite get smashed. But uh, I'm not sure what to do with Matthew and Morris. But at this point, I I, I almost want to be like, oh, here we go. We have a couple of the bikers who are alive who are just like, fuck this. And they drop their knives. They grab their bikes and they're going to get the fuck out of there. But have Samantha run up to one of the bikers and be like, 
you know, take my take my brother. You got to take him. You got to get him out of here. He's just a kid, you know. And I think at this point, Matthew has had a couple of good scenes, but we, he's done. We can take him off the table. Right. Yeah. He doesn't have to die. He's not going to die because Jason won't kill kids. So we have some Matthew being like, no, no. Like, you know, Sam, I want to help you take this guy down, you know. And Sam just, you know, he's he's telling this biker, take my brother, get him out of here. So the biker's going to grab him by his hockey jersey and lift him up on the bike the whole time. Matthew's fighting like, no, let me down. Let me help you. Blah, blah, blah. And they're going to get out of there. And. Uh, you know, and then Sam's going to she's grabbing up like weapons from the ground, like someone dropped a knife. There's a crowbar. She, she's going to do that, like uh, that suiting up the arsenal scene, you know, from like commando or whatever, where she's going to like load up because she's going to go find this motherfucker. But maybe Morris comes over or Morris limps over. And he's got blood coming out of his mouth and he's just like, you know, don't do it, honey. Like, it's not worth it. You know, you saved your brother. That's the important thing. And she's like, dad, what's wrong? And then like, you look down, he moves his hand and he's got like a fucking branch sticking out of his ribs or something, you know, something where he got real fucked up. Um, okay. Almost like, almost like off camera, you know? Um, and like, I'm open, I'm just kind of making this up. So I'm open to whatever ideas you have. But what I want is I want to get Matthew and the bikers out of there. And I want to get Samantha to the point where she's like, now I'm going to hunt Jason because fuck that guy. But I don't know if we really need Morris at this point anymore. And it might be good for Samantha, you know, to kind of have another, like, you killed both my fucking parents. Like, oh, right. fuck you. Here's, okay. So so I, I, I do like the idea of taking Matthew off the table, but I also don't think that it's necessary. I think that he okay. can still be there for the final fight. Like, he's just kind of like the tag along, just like other kids that have been in, in Friday the 13th movies. Like, I forget the kid's name, but was it Reggie? in part yeah. five mm -hmm. and then like you know uh tommy obviously in part four like we we've seen younger kids in like in the kids in part six they're they're there like they're they're in it but they're not part of the fight so i almost think it's like it, it, it would we don't we don't have to do that so what if we do the thing where it's like like we're like we're saying he's killing all the bikers he kills mom um you know maybe at that maybe at that point like both morris and snake like rush into the fray because you know morris freaks out that his wife was just murdered and like you know snake is shooting at jason you know they they get they get injured, but they're not down for the count. Like we, we have, uh, I kind of like the idea of Morris, like shooting out Jason's good eye, you know, and having, <laughs> having him be like, okay, motherfucker, now I'm going to kill you. Like give Jason a reason to come after them. So like that, the group limps away. Like they, they get away. Maybe they, they make their way back to the original, uh, like gas station area that we, that the, that the, uh, the Warrens encountered the bikers. And this is where they staged their plan. Like we gotta, we gotta fight back. Like maybe Sam is the one's like, we gotta fight back. No one's helping us. Like the phones are out at the, the gas station. There's no one to call for help. And they know Jason is just slowly coming for him. So we have to like set up some kind of like final showdown. And she's now leading the group. Cause like, you know, dad and snake are just fucking beat to hell. You know, mom's dead. Matthew's freaking out. Cause he's just like, Holy shit. Did you see what that guy did? Like he took that guy's arm completely off, you know, that kind of like Matthew's just having a freak out. So what I'm what I'm proposing is we want to have a scene where we make it look like Jason gets taken out. We need him to whatever we're going to do here for our final showdown. We need to have it look like, you know, Sam wins only to have, you know, obviously the, the, the little, the little coda at the end, the little stinger where it's like, we see Jason still walking toward crystal Lake, you know, like that type of mm -hmm. thing. Yeah. Um, so what I was thinking is like, have, have them do something like rig the place to fucking blow up, like get the gas pumps, like, like put gas everywhere and like try to trap him in there so they can light it on fire and blow his ass up. Okay. I like where you're coming from. 
mm-hmm. a couple of couple of things that I was kind of thinking would be good. So let's see if we yeah, can go for comp- it. compromise and put a few things together. So let's mm-hmm. back up to back up to the fight in the woods again. And I think again, Jason is just like you know slaughtering bikers left and right. At a certain point, the bikers are going to be like, "Fuck this, we're going to get out of here." Wendy is dead, and maybe. Go back to what I said before, where Samantha is, like, pissed, fighting her, her eyes. She's going to take Jason down. But at this point, Jason is like, okay, cool, we're done here. Okay, bye. And he's going to start walking off, you know. Um, or at the very least, he's still there, you know, being distracted by bikers. Have Samantha walk over or run over to this biker who's, like, trying to leave and be like, oh, take my, take my brother, you know, like I said before. Matthew, instead of unsuccessfully arguing that he wants to stay he's going to successfully argue and the biker's going to be like boy wants to stay i don't give a fuck i'm out of here right and this is where this is where we have morris stumble over and be like honey it's okay like we all need to let's all go and he's all bloody and fucked up because we saw earlier when they when snake and morris both like you know attacked jason and he just like you know swiped him away like it was nothing so mm-hmm. we saw we saw snake fall down in the woods all beat to shit but still breathing but now we see morris stumble over to samantha and maybe have it be where where samantha is like you got to get help call for help and the biker that she was trying to get to take matthew instead he takes morris and they ride off so now oh, we have, okay so now we have samantha and matthew in the woods they don't know that snake is still alive but he is he's over like in you know just inside the tree line or something and what I'm thinking now is I don't want we, we don't want Jason to turn or he's not going to turn around. He's going to keep walking to a crystal lake. I think at this point he's going to look around and be like, all right, that's it. You know, just just a kid or whatever. Mm-hmm. And, you know, maybe, you know, maybe they go and hide. So Jason takes off. But because I mean, we said call for help because you mentioned the FBI guy earlier that we, that we talked a little bit about who, you know, who, who drew the, crystal, the line to crystal lake. on the map. <laughs> Right. So what I'm thinking is, you know, Samantha is just going to tromp off through the woods and Matthew's going to be like, what the fuck are you doing? Where are you going? What are you going to do? This guy killed all these big tough guys. And what do you think you're going to do? You know, with like some shit you found on the ground, you know, knives and whatnot. And she's just like, I don't care. He killed the family, you know, blah, blah, blah. Wait a second. No, wait, wait. I got it. We keep we keep talking like they're in the woods and that's the end of the civilization. But Mm -hmm. back it up rewriting my own idea when she's talking to the biker trying to get him to like take matthew and he's like no have him have her be like where are you gonna go you know back to the bar to like you know drown your sorrows and he's like no you see where he's walking my sister lives in you know blairstown or johnsonburg or whatever it is you know and he's Mm -hmm. like oh so these guys are gonna get on their bikes and they're gonna drive ahead ahead of jason right they see where he's going and what i'm thinking is that way too the same thing where he can like grab morris get out of here call for help the idea being that Samantha's not thinking straight. She's just following Jason. So it's like her and Matthew following Jason through the woods uh, while on the side you have what's left of the biker gang minus Snake who are going to like drive down the highway to like, you know, the town in front of Jason and try to be like, hey, everybody, like there's a fucking force of nature like coming. You know? <laughs> The undead tornado and like they're going to kind of set up for like, oh, we're going to get this motherfucker. So maybe they roll into town and it's like there's this other like biker gang there at this like, you know, bar or roadhouse or truck stop or whatever. They roll in and it's like, you know, the the fucking white vipers or whatever are at this this. And they're like, you know, what the fuck are you hell lords doing here? <laughs> you know, like it's this territorial thing. And they're all and they're like, what the fuck happened to you guys? And they're going to kind of explain the situation of like, you know, this dude wiped us all out. Mm-hmm. So now they can kind of set up, like you said, it's like, OK, they're going to try to set up a trap for him while at the same time, Samantha's just following him. And and then 
we can kind of fast forward to like you know jason versus like bikers again but now they have this fortress and fireballs or whatever ready ready to go but of course, we're gonna get Samantha like coming up out of the woods, and she's gonna like be the one who's actually gonna be able to like fight him, and while he's just you know killing more bikers. I don't know. I, I'm just making all this up. So if anything sounds like it's gonna work, let me know. Okay. Um. No, I like the idea of the bikers driving driving ahead, and like I don't know if we want to have like yet another biker gang. So maybe maybe it's something as simple as like you know they they get some of their their buddies. Like maybe like you know again this is a is a pretty big gang that's out and about so maybe there's like you know a few dudes that like live in that town so they they head up ahead and like you said like the one guy's like you know my sister lives in that town or whatever you know maybe she's uh you know she's with another one of the bikers like that's you know her husband or her boyfriend or whatever so they go and warn them so they gather up like the reserves like the rest of the of their biker gang um and be like you know we we got to stop this guy you know he's he's coming to our turf that whole thing um but yeah i'm trying to think of how we're going to have sam take him down cuz jason is always taken down in some kind of weird way <laughs> You know, so it's like we don't want to have him drown underwater again. Uh, you know, we, we need and we need him to look we need him to be pretty fucked up for part nine. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, oh. And you mentioned before about him having all kinds of like holes in his outfit and everything. So yeah. here's let's let's simplify things a little bit. So, yeah, we have the bikers drive ahead. And when, maybe when they get to town, maybe like the sheriff comes out and is like whatever the the guy is who is going to you know visit his sister, right? His name is I don't know Carson or whatever, and he's just like you know like hey Carson, I thought you told you never to come around here again. And so because he's the sheriff, they're cops, they're like law enforcement. If he comes, you have these bikers who are like, dude, just slaughter all of us. Look how beat up we are. Like everybody's dead. The cops are going to be the ones who are like, oh well, we have to help, right? Some other bikers. Right. Whether they're their friends or the rivals, they're they're not going to just be like, oh yeah, like let's set up a fortress and kill a guy that we never even saw. But if it's a sheriff <laughs> who's like, oh, you mean there's a killer coming to town? Like we got to protect people, right? So right, it, it could be as simple as like they're going to set up like a roadblock near where they think Jason's going to come out of the woods back to the road, you know, back to uh, up, you know, whatever it is, you know, Route 80 or whatever the highway is. Like they're going to set up a roadblock and. When Jason does eventually come out of the woods, they're going to all fucking open fire on him, right? <laughs> but, but they don't have rocket launchers like the guys at the beginning of Jason Goes to Hell. They've right. just got, you know, six shooters and, and, and shotguns. So they're going to shoot him all full of holes. And that's where he gets all the holes in his, like, mechanic outfit, you know? <laughs> nice. Perfect. <laughs> but, but just like before, you know, he's not going to... He's not going to stop walking. He's just going to keep on going and like walk right through this roadblock of cop cars and sheriffs and just like be pushing people out of the way like it ain't no thing. Um, mm-hmm. And yeah, I think I think Samantha should be coming up behind him, but she's like murdering the eyes. She's got, uh, you know, uh, a knife or a gun or something that she took from the, the battle in the woods. And she's just ready to like walk up behind him and shoot him in the back of the head. But it should be Matthew who's like, no. You saw what he did. Like, be smart. Like, I know you're mad because of mom and and dad is hurt, but we have to be smart about this. Like, we gotta, you know, we we gotta use our brains here, you know. And right. Um. So, I'm I'm starting to kind of flail on where we put the pieces together for the end game here. But basically, what I'm trying to get at is. We have one more big fight where he kills all these cops, but we have to get into a situation where 
you know, Samantha, but really Matthew, who's going to like kind of the secret hero, like the final boy, he, mm-hmm. they're going to, they're going to set up some kind of a trap where maybe there's like a bunch of propane tanks that they're going to explode outside the, you know, the gas station or the Home Depot or, or they're going to set up like a wire across the highway and like take his head off or, you know, something like that, where they're going to be a little bit smarter, like let him walk through these cops into our well-laid trap. I just realized I'm like, we, we are overcomplicating things. I thought of the very simple solution to all this so we we do have the whole thing where jason goes into town you know now he's going to be killing cops he's going to be killing the other bikers sam and matthew are following you know sam wants to you know wants to kill jason matthew's trying to talk sense into her she has no real plan other than kill 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 this guy so Mm -hmm. you know she she wants revenge um so we have all this this showdown maybe maybe she does something as simple as just start shooting him and he starts coming at her. And then out of nowhere, because remember, we forgot about Snake. Yes. We have him. Maybe he fucking fixed like the radiator leak or whatever was in the camper. And he comes barreling down on them in the fucking camper and rams Jason into like, I don't know, nearby gas pump, something that's going to explode. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, there you go. so take out take out snake we take out jason or make it look like we take out jason you know sam you know morris and and matthew all live you know the town is kind of fucked up but it's like snake ended up being the unlikely hero this way we could just have like chaos happening and we don't really need like to set a trap or do anything like that we just have like hey that guy we forgot about here he comes you know yeah, no, that's because perfect. again like of course a biker would know how to fix like whatever's wrong with that radiator <laughs> like yeah, whatever it was. And he becomes like the like the Chekhov's biker, you know, out of right, nowhere. Exactly. Right? <laughs> Chekhov's snake. <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, no, that's good. Yeah, yeah. I don't want to blow him up with fire or anything because we had just set up his whole outfit that he was wearing. Oh, that's true. That's true. Hell. Maybe they drive him into, uh, I don't know, they drive him into a wall. They drive him into cement. We just need some other reason for them to think that, yeah, there's no fucking way he's going to get out of there. And while they're all like, you know, high-fiving and having heart-to-heart moments and making sure everything's okay, we just see Jason get up and walk away, <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> like like it was nothing, you know. It could even be as simple as, like, they drive the RV right into the side of, like, a big rig truck and, like, smash him. And he's pinned in between these two vehicles. And while everybody's partying, Jason just pushes the camper off and walks away. Well, now, I am looking at a picture of Jason right now from from uh, the beginning of Jason Goes to Hell. And his outfit is pretty singed. Like, he's got a lot of black marks around, like, singe marks all over it. So what, okay. if, we com- what if we combine the two ideas, right? So we mm-hmm. have, have him slam into, like, get thrown, like, into, like, a gas station or something. Like, something where there's, like, a propane tank or a gas tank. Mm-hmm. Something that's going to blow up and make it look like he died. But like when everyone's like, you know, yeah, we got him. We got we see him walking out the other side. Like maybe there's like, you know, a little fire on his shoulder. Oh, fire yeah. On his there chest, you go. And he just starts walking. and He keeps on going. Jason's <laughs> like, fuck this. I'm going home. Like, I'm, yeah. I'm done. I'm done with you fuckers. <laughs> like, You know, you ruined my new threads. I got some holes in it. Got a little burn mark, you dick. Like, you know, he's just he's pissed. Um, But yeah, we this way we can like we can end, like have a, a final moment where, you know, Jason gets seemingly destroyed only to show, like, him still walking away. No, okay. um, no, that's really good. Yeah, I like that. And then 
we got to have like since we sent Morris off to like go call for help, we got to have like the FBI guys like roll into town right at this moment and you know be like, where is he? Where where do you go? And then have everybody be like, oh, don't worry about that guy. We took care of his ass. Yeah, high five. Fuck that guy. You know. Mm-hmm. And of course, the FBI guy is gonna look over in like the direction of Camp Crystal Lake where we know we know Jason is now walking, but he doesn't see him. All he sees is like this gas station on fire. But have him look in that direction, just all serious. You know, maybe he says something like, or did we? <laughs> you know, or whatever. <laughs> <I'd be> like, <laughs> maybe he's gone home. <laughs> you know, the, the yeah, chickens exactly. come home to roost, y'all. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly, right? Some, and, and that's like the final line of the movie. And then we get, you know, we get like the uh, the hair metal that starts playing while the camera just pans out from the crowd up into the air. You know, and you see the whole scene with like the burning uh, gas station. Everybody's like hugging in the in the the bikers are like cracking beers and spraying suds around. You know, all this. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. So we, we have the big celebration, like, you know, Morris is getting medical help, like his his daughter and son are alive, like the bi- the bikers are like cheering with him, like giving Morris a beer, that whole thing. We do that whole thing, like you're saying. Mm-hmm. We cut to the credits, we have the, the, the rock and roll music for the for the credits, and then we have a stinger. So a- after the credits, we see Camp Crystal Lake. We see, uh, you know, some people, maybe there's like a couple like sitting in front of their tent, like making out, you know, and then we just see Jason fucking behead him and keep walking. <laughs> oh, 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 shit. Oh, I'm sorry. I, I love that. But check this out. Right. Yeah. Same <laughs> thing. Right. You, you see this little couple. Yeah. This couple and they're like making out around like a campfire and then maybe have the woman or, you know, maybe the guy had the guy be like, why? Why did you want to camp out here with all these like creepy old abandoned cabins? And then have the, the woman be like, "Ooh, it's like spooky, isn't it? You know, it's like she's you know, she's like into it. Like it's like nope. dangerous. Come here, baby. You know, they start <laughs> they they start making out and the camera backs up and you see like welcome to Crystal lake like on the side right and then and then the guy he's like he hears like a like a twig snap he's like what's that what's that you know and the woman's like don't worry about it baby come on you know and it's like no like fuck this place and he grabs his flashlight and he's like what's that honey and he turns and then the flashlight just shines on jason's mask face black right just like nice (laughs) 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 or we can repeat that like fast zoom in thing from the beginning where like the flashlight goes on jason and it's like and she's like zoom in real fast he has one good eye and then it's like fade to black (laughs) (laughs) yes it's like jason is home (laughs) yeah exactly oh man this is fun okay we 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 definitely kind of like painted ourselves into a corner a little bit but i think we figured it out i think you were right having to check off's rv was like the right thing to do like bring it back to to kind of solve the problem we had yeah it it definitely was tough because this is this is one of the first times where both of us had a crazy hectic week leading up to this episode so there wasn't a lot of time Mm -hmm. to like think about what we were going to do like normally we both think up a few ideas we kind of like them because it's all improv because we don't know what the other one is coming up with but like we usually have a couple ideas to like throw at each other and this one like we talked about off the air we both had a hell of a week so it was like this morning (laughs) we were just like uh (laughs) fuck we gotta do this episode okay so what are we gonna do you know um because i know i only had like two ideas when we started this and that was the whole gang thing because it was an unused script idea and i wanted to have jason stick 
the hockey mask into his regenerating face. That was all I had. Like that was the only two scenes I had. I love that. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, and yeah, when we first talked about this, it was like, Oh, how would Jason get back to Kerm Crystal Lake? That'd be a fun episode. It was like one of many things that were like, what if one sentence, you know, pitches that we had and this one was fun because it was like oh like what if jason went on like a road trip and i'm like oh yeah he like goes on a road trip and like you know knocks over a biker gang's motorcycles and ha 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 that was what we talked about like a year ago when we like yes. put it on the schedule you know <laughs> and it was like cool there's a friday the 13th coming up later on like you know we'll do it then yeah and i literally at like noon today i was like oh shit we, we rescheduled our recording it's today not tomorrow fuck i never even watched anything i didn't watch any hulk episodes or anything yep. so i was like a couple of hours ago I'm like, uh, I guess I'll just go on YouTube and watch some reviews or something. <laughs> and I, I didn't even get to get that far because that normally I would have watched. I, I would have absolutely watched Friday the 13th Part 8. Um, and then I would have watched, uh, you know, an episode or two of The Hulk just to kind of get the feel for the, you know, the the, the traveling, the traveling uh, protagonist. But um yeah, like this time, it was just, there was, this month is crazy busy. Halloween season is always very busy, uh, you know, not, not only for just commission work and other stuff I have going on. But like right now at my job, like I'm training a new hire We're short staffed. So I've been working extra and the boogeyman's closet has been very, very busy with episodes trying to play catch up because of me getting sick at the end of September. So these last two weeks have just been chaos. And I know you, you had crazy work and you, you, you were gone on your camping trip with your family. So like both of us had so much going on. It was very hard to find time to do research. <laughs> yeah, for for sure. I mean, it was almost hard to find time even to come and guest star on the Jason X episode that you did for Boogeyman's Closet. And then, of course, originally I had wanted this episode to come out before or on Friday the 13th, and it just wasn't going to happen, you know, to your yeah. point. In fact, we, we, we've been so busy that if you notice the last couple of episodes we've done, they were fun to do like an improv of our own idea. But a lot of it was just how do we avoid homework for a little while? You know, because right. because <laughs> life is getting complicated. <laughs> it is. Things have been kind of crazy. I got kind of a kind of a pseudo promotion at work. Basically just means like a lot more, a lot more work. And I've been like super stressed out. And I know you've been really busy with the Boogeyman's Closet, watching like extra movies and doing specials and then being sick and all this. And it was yep. like, yeah. Yeah, like we really just need like if there's going to be any homework, it's like let's watch a movie we've already seen a bunch of times that we know we like. And I didn't even watch Jason Takes Manhattan or Jason Goes to Hell, but I've seen them Same. both recently. I'm, I haven't finished my Friday the 13th watch through yet, so I haven't gotten that far in the franchise. But we just watched them not that long ago, so right. I didn't really need to, you know. Um <laughs> But yeah, we do have our next episode coming up will be an actual Hollywood property. We will have to watch something, but it's just one movie and we were going to watch it anyway because it's spooky oh, season. So that one's not really a big deal. So that would be cool. We have a fun one coming up and then we're going to keep the spooky train rolling all the way to the end of the year. And then we have a really fun holiday Christmas special that I'm so stoked for. It's going to be a <laughs> blast. I'm already looking forward to it. I'm looking at our schedule now going, okay, just three more episodes before we get to that one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. But no, I mean, I, this, this was a lot of fun. Like, like, yeah, we did, we did hit a couple of, of snags, but I think that was just because again, the nature of what's going on in our personal lives right now of just being so hectic and so busy that we didn't have time to, you know, prepare a couple of notes, prepare a few ideas. Um, so this was like, this one was really off the cuff. This harkens back mm -hmm. to our very first episode where mm -hmm. we came at it. We both had no idea how we were going to do this. We, we still hadn't even landed on the whole improv idea yet. We were just like, 
uh, let's talk about what they should have done. And we ended up <laughs> improving an entire story, which mm-hmm. is kind of how, you know, the show came about. So th- this, this, it's kind of funny that Jason once again brings us back mm-hmm. to like a, oh shit, what are we doing? Uh, let's make up a story. You know? Yeah. <laughs> like, so. Yeah. And these are always really fun. I like to do the original improvs, but these are the kind of Hollywood improv improv episodes that I like the best because we don't have a lot of parameters locking us into, well, we have to have a certain ending and use certain characters. This was a really fun one because it was like so open-ended that when we first started, I'm sure you were in the same boat at the beginning where we're like, uh, so what's Jason going to do? I don't, I don't know, you know, something, right. you know, <laughs> but I, th- I think coming up with the Warrens was really like the linchpin, you know, and I mentioned it while we were recording, but you know, that was actually something that you had suggested before we started like, Hey, we need to throw some like humans in here. So right. we have someone else because Jason doesn't talk. So like someone else has to say something <laughs> and I'm like, right. Oh yeah. And I think that that really helped, but yeah, I thought we were, we were going at a pretty good clip until we, kind of got to the fight in the woods and then it was like shit like it's it's the same thing happens when you write any kind of story it's like you write up to the big climactic moment and then you have to figure out like damn how do i get all these pieces to fit back together again you know yeah it's like uh stephen king famously mentions how like in the stand he had written all these amazing stories about all these characters he was just loving the adventure of just telling stories about characters and then he got so far into it that he didn't know what to do with all the characters there was no way to like bring them all together so he was like fuck it there's an explosion and i'll kill half of them (laughs) you know Uh, so I, you know, we kind of we kind of did that, but no, I like it. I think I thought the Chekhov's RV was a really good idea. I think you know if, if we had another pass through the script, we could like really clean it up and streamline the approach. But I th- this was really fun. I love this idea of like Jason as this like juggernaut through the countryside who who's just like swiping fools out of his way left and right. You know, it's right. <laughs> it's really cool. It reminds me of him going through the cornfield in uh, Freddy oh, vs. Jason. Freddy vs. Jason, yes. Yeah. Well, I mean, it, it's fun, though. We, we got him to, you know, we, we had our, our toxic toxic Avenger moment of him coming up out of the water, you know, all goopy. Then we had him him kill some cops, which, you know, that's a, that's a, it's always a, a Jason thing to do. Kill people in authority. Um, <laughs> yep. Then we had the mafioso thing where, you know, they throw a body in the river and then up comes Jason. It's like, oh, shit, he's come back to avenge his death. You I know, we it. had the, uh, we, yeah, we had multiple biker fights. Like, yeah, I, I think uh, I think this would have been a fun Jason romp had it been actually made. There would have been, we didn't get too into details about the deaths other than like dude getting his arm ripped off and like (laughs) other dude getting his head squished. And uh, you know, some people like the guy getting the, the motorcycle to the face. Um, But yeah, we didn't, we didn't go into as much detail with the kills as, as we normally would, but I think there was enough there that uh, people can kind of fill in the blanks during the biker fight. Yeah, I think so. And, you know, to fulfill our old tradition that you and I used to always do when we watched horror movies with uh, with my old friend and roommate is we got to do tits, mullets and murder. Right. Ah, so, yes. Yes. So in that this kid, Matthew, who wears the hockey jersey <laughs> through the whole movie, he's a, he's got to have a mullet. He looks like one of those kids from Home Improvement. You know, yeah, he, he's to- <laughs> I mean, he's got a hockey jersey on. He's going to have hockey hair. Like yeah, he exactly. totally has to have a mullet. Absolutely. And then I, and then I was just thinking to myself, like, where do we put some tits in the movie? And it and it's perfect. The very end, the very last scene we see at Camp Crystal Lake with <laughs> this girl who's trying to, like, get her boyfriend to, like, you know, get sexy with her because she loves how, like, dangerous and naughty it is. And, you know, while he's like, what's that? What's that? And he's getting scared. She's going to take her top off and be like, don't, don't worry about that. Pay attention to these, you know? <laughs> <laughs> in, 
it'll be like that scene and was it oh god was it part five or was it part nine where the 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 one waitress goes it's showtime and like shows her tits in the mirror oh yeah that's um, part that's part five i think yeah is it part five yeah i could i can never remember but it's, it's i know it's a waitress uh waiting mm-hmm. for her boyfriend to pick her up and she mm-hmm. she like just flashes for no reason other than to show the fucking viewer oh, yeah. a pair of tits <laughs> oh, and, and, it, and it's so perfect, too, like harkening back to like the origins of, you know, Jason and his mom in general, where it's like the movie ends with this couple who are like making out. The girl takes her top off and it's almost like it's like a dog whistle for Jason to show up. It's like you know, she takes, takes her top <laughs> right. off and we're about to have some premarital sex. And it's like, oh, Jason's going to come and you know kill some bitches, you know, <laughs> <laughs> Jason's coming before you do. Wah, 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 wah. <laughs> Yeah, no, that's pretty. It's pretty awesome. I'm pretty excited about this. Yeah, I, I definitely like this. I like we had some survivors too. I think that's kind of a fun twist. You know, yeah. we had you know Snake and Morris and Samantha and Matthew and yeah, it's pretty cool. Our our unnamed FBI guy who will come back later. Uh, yeah, I'm I'm pretty excited about this. So I definitely think that we're continuing our trend of like some pretty solid spoopy season episodes. And yeah, I hope we can like you know keep the train rolling to the end of the year. Oh, absolutely. No, I, I, I think uh, the, the next one is going to be a lot of fun because uh, there's there's definitely uh, there's definitely some homework, but it gives us both a chance to kind of stretch our legs a little bit, um, which I don't want to give too much away. But uh, th- there will be a, a lot of improvisation happening. Um, oh, so big time. I, I'm excited about that one. But yeah, no, I, th- I think this was this was a this was a fun little exercise and, and, a, and a fun, a fine addition to the Jason mythos. <laughs> Yes, I think so. Friday the 13th part, eight and a half. Although, I don't know how you write a half in, like, the Roman numerals that they always used to use, you know? (laughs) It would just be eight and then, like, a little tiny half up in the corner. Yeah. Yeah, (laughs) Oh, man. Uh, on the road again with Jason. So, okay, cool. We'll go ahead and wrap it up right here. Then we already talked a lot about the boogeyman's closet earlier in the episode, yes. you know, and uh, thanks for indulging me with that. Uh, so you can definitely check out more boogeyman's closet episodes by going to radpantheon.com. There's a link on there and a ton of other rad projects that friends of ours do podcasts and art and music and all kinds of awesome stuff. Uh, but Mike, what else can people expect this spoopy season from the boogeyman's closet? Uh, well, we are going to be wrapping up our month of anthologies. By the by, the time you hear this, I believe our Creep Show two episode will be out, um, which is episode one ninety nine, and then we are going to close things off with Tales of Halloween, one of the anthology movies I've been threatening to put on the show for about three years now because I absolutely love it. It's ridiculous, but I absolutely love it. And then we do we have just finalized a Halloween episode. Uh, you and I were talking about that a little bit earlier, so mm-hmm. I, I'm excited to cover this one because it is a movie i have not seen in a very long time uh but we will announce that shortly yeah definitely check out the boogeyman's closet for some spoopy anthology movies this month absolutely don't forget redpantheon.com speaking of anthologies the next episode we were just talking about it'll be an anthology so there's another little hint to what's coming up i love anthologies both movies and comics i have Mm -hmm. literally hundreds of anthology comics in my collection it's one of my favorite things all the way back to when I first got into reading you know, independent and underground comics. I absolutely love, you know, a bunch of short stories combined together, especially when there's like a theme is one of my favorite things uh, to watch. Cause it's like, you get a little taste and then, Oh, there's another one. Oh, there's another one. You know, it's like, uh, <laughs> yep. it's, it's like those mixtures where like those checks mixes or those ones where it's like pretzels and peanut butter cups together, you know, a little party mix. And, right. Uh, 
those are always my favorites. So anyway, thanks to everyone for tuning in to the Raised by Rentals program. If you had fun with us, visit us on the socials, drop us a line, let us know what you think we should improv, improve next time. And with that, I'm Josh. I'm Mike. And we have to return some videotapes. Mm -hmm.